0: Yes, 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 y'all. Yes, y'all. This is not your regular timed and scheduled Geek classic Cypher, but this is a new thing. Um, I'm your boy Skinny, Action Figgy, Skinny, the real action figgy skinny, the many names that I have, um, Skin Deep, so on and so forth, joined by my man, Proto Man. Um, what up? And this is Talking Fresh Figures. Will we be talking about things that are coming out? Uh controversy surrounding toy companies. Uh all sorts of the good stuff. News, movie news, maybe not so much movie news, but more just toy news. So, yeah. And with Hascon coming up, com- starting tomorrow, into the first, Hascon, Has, Pulsecon, sorry. 2020. Hasbro
1: Pulsecon. Yeah, I just call it Hascon, because I think yeah. like they had a Hascon before. It <laughs> was a Hascon. It was, I went to it, it was an absolute disaster. <laughs> right. Wasn't
0: so. good? Yeah. Wasn't wasn't good, huh? Okay. Well, so this well, is- you know
1: what, like, I mean... I don't know what Hasbro's plan was, but Hasbro is a very Rhode Island company. Like if right. you go to Rhode Island, you feel like that whole city relies on that one company. They're from Kentucky, they okay. yeah, yeah. It wasn't a convention more than it was a trade show celebrating the co- bring mom, bring the kids, bring bring grandma. Uh-huh. You know? it was like there was like baby strollers like whole families and and it was more of a trade show it was more of a i don't want to say a celebration of hasbro brands but it was like every booth was just like hey you like star wars have a green lightsaber keychain hey you like beyblade have this beyblade like and and when it was all said and done i felt like they just lost money because they never did it again
0: yeah that, that's true that, that's
1: always the tell you know Major major companies, when they make money, they milk it to the ground. But when they all of a sudden never do it again, yeah. That tells you something.
0: Big little, time. A little 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 strange and off putting, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. Well, Paul's gone. 2022 is tomorrow. Um I'm Last year, I kind of was a part of it in some kind of way. I was like part of their oh, life. Oh, you made like
1: one of those like uh, cameos there on the... Uh... Yeah, I was a part of their like fan like page thing that they had like a
0: little okay. fan wall. Well, they had a bunch of us just jump into this random room. And essentially, it's like as if you were at home reacting to the reveals, except mm-hmm. for you're on their special stream and you're in like one of their boxed kind of things. And it was cool because there's a bunch cool. of us in the chat. Um, I stupidly decided to hit refresh on the page, which don't do that because it just brought me to a gray screen. So for the, I I think maybe an hour in too. Also, I'll show (laughs) you. So I, I, I was at a gray screen for about half of it. And when they finally did show my face, I was more or less like stressed out, like, uh, cause like, I didn't know if I was on or not, but it worked out well. I made a few friends from there. Uh, shouts to my buddies at Infinity Equation and all those good people. I made some friends through this ordeal, but PostCon last year was uh, for me it was lacking. Um, they announced a few figures. I think they announced like null at least Marvel Legends did um, Transformers. I'll let you take care of that because I don't mm. know if they necessarily announced anything too great last year. And I know that last year GI Joe Classified like took it home. It killed it. Um, well,
1: now there's going to be there's going to be a few changes this time around going doing dungeons and dragons through. this year i'm i'm
0: trying to really check out their brands yeah so this is featuring star wars marvel nerf fortnite magic the gathering transformers power rangers lightning collection or power rangers in general gi joe which is classified in their classic avalon hill which i've never heard of indiana jones and the return of starting lineup
1: yeah. Which I already saw some of that. They started doing their basketball stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I saw some of the starting lineup stuff and I can say I'm excited, but not too excited, but I'll get into it. Maybe I'll start it. Maybe I'll just get it one or two, but we'll get into it. In terms of show schedule, uh, 11 a.m. pre-show, I'm not sure what it
1: is. <laughs> Select people from the different fandoms creating okay. hype, pretty yeah. much. they got the Every year they get like, I don't want to say B list celebrities, but they get celebrities that, you know, might have a passing interest in some of those brands. So they kind of are there to hype it up and stuff every year they do this. Like what I think last year for us, like they got uh, Kevin Smith and uh, Jason Mewes to talk about that self-transforming optimus. Mm. So They usually use them for that kind of stuff. I and think then, that was last year. I don't remember.
0: So then we have that and then day one live stream starts fine. Transformers at 115 wow, that's nuts. Power Rangers at 2.15, starting lineup at 3.00, Marvel at 3.45. See, that's what I care about right there, and it seems like all the lines that I'm interested in is just day one, and then I got to get up at, like, I got photos 11 a.m. Saturday, but then I got G.I. Joe classified, and then the rest is just like, ah, so it's really Friday's my day, and...
1: that's It's for a lot of people. Yeah. That's what it really seems like. I mean... <clears throat> The thing is, even like, even with the stuff like Star Wars, a lot of, a lot of the stuff that Hasbro reveals, um, if you're part of like the community of any of those, like Mm -hmm. if you're like a hardcore Star Wars fan or a hardcore G.I. Joe fan or even Transformers or the Marvel Legends, some of that stuff you're already going to know. Right. They also like, you know, they go, oh, we're going to have an hour. But like 15 minutes of that hour is probably new stuff for us. And then the rest of it is like, oh, by the way, this whole wave that we announced a month ago. But, And, and I get it because they are also marketing to a, a general demographic that isn't hardcore fans and don't know like every single release that's coming out, even the stuff that gets leaked from factories. And I mean, the more and more that they make stuff in Vietnam, the more and more stuff is getting leaked online.
0: Oh, boy, man. Like you wouldn't. Man, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff is being leaked.
1: A lot. So it, it kind of turns into this situation where, uh, I mean, I, I think for the Marvel Legends stuff, to just jump into that, I think that they're going to make a big push. And I, we're probably going to want to talk about this, but that HasLab Ghost Rider, <sighs> which is I pe- people literally come into my stream, which is just Transformers, to ask me about it just for the more business side of it and why. Yeah. Because, I mean, look. Just to like give my my two cents on it right now, just to get yeah, it out of the way, let's go. Let's it go. Is, is like, you know, you could argue, and I could I could see that argument in a world where there is no Toys R Us in the American market, um, that there isn't shelf space for something like that, uh, you know, like wh- a while back when they did the Marvel Legends vehicle packs, which were motorcycles and scooters, mm-hmm. you know, Gwenpool, Deadpool. Um, Logan, Squirrel uh, Girl,
0: Logan. Uh, Black Widow, yeah. the first Ghost Rider. Those, yeah, those, those were yeah. like
1: skinny packs. Like you could kind of stock them. Like they did something with the Baroness with G.I. Joe a, a couple years after that. That's yep. kind of something that's in the skew of Walmarts. And, and people that I've talked to at Hasbro, they say that they design packaging based on Walmart's dimensions. No okay. one else. So, and then everyone else just copies that target, you know, And what in a world where Toys R Us doesn't exist anymore, they don't think about that anymore. Where, I mean, if anyone remembers back in the day where, you know, when Force Awakens was a thing and they had those Star Wars Black Series, those big TIE fighters, that was like, looked like you were buying a a chair or something, (laughs) but that was in a world where Toys R Us still existed. And it died not too long after that for the American market. Mm. But getting back to what I'm saying. So, you know, you, you go and you go like, okay, well, you know, that, that vehicle it's it's looks like it's gonna be pretty large and to put a six inch figure with it with the with the blast effects and accessories you know like how big would that box be and you go like oh maybe there isn't space on the market and then goddamn todd mcfarlane man I'm just trolling <laughs> i todd feel McFarlane like he does like, that on purpose yeah no well you know what that's why i love him you know because he's because you, you need to have you need to have someone like that that's just like look it, it could be done but to be fair there's you know there's I, I'm not taking Hasbro side because Hasbro screws up a lot with a lot of different things and are very greedy in a lot of areas. I can mm-hmm. I mean the reality is is that something like Magic the Gathering is really carrying that company and it costs them absolutely nothing. I mean it's but that's I'll get into that when we get to Magic quickly just to explain like their money that they're making with that.
2: Yeah. Um, but
1: it's it. just it gets to a point where you know you look at that and you go okay 350 bucks right. So let's look at it from the Hasbro shill side. Well, <laughs> they you know Marvel has to pay Disney for the the license for Marvel. So was going to be Hasbro has to pay the Marvel and Disney for the license. So they, mm-hmm. there's that small percentage that they're already paying anyways by Marvel Legends being a thing. Then of course it's the car license. So that's a whole other separate thing. And car licenses actually are a thing. They they actually weren't a thing for about. 70 years
0: and then the transformers like like car companies
1: didn't care about licenses when the toy industry until about the early 2000s and it was actually because of transformers
0: it was literally yep yep yep
1: it was it was they were doing the reissues of the old transformer stuff and then corvette was like yo uh you've been doing this corvette for like 30 years and we've been not getting a penny for it and uh I think it's time, you know? And so they were like, oh, okay. And, and, but they worked something out and everything's fine now. And then of course the domino effect was, that was the Michael Bay movies and you know, all those American cars in it. But the point is, is that for the longest time, car companies were, were not paying anything. Like, we're not getting paid anything. And now they expect money because now they know that there's money to be made in that. Cause it used to be back in the day, you know, if you took like all the toy sales for Hot Wheels that year, it couldn't even buy a Ferrari. You know what I mean? Like yeah. one Ferrari, like for that company. Right. So it's like, it's something where it was so insignificant back then. But today, you know, when they find out, wait a minute, you're selling a Ford car, our Ford car with some guy with a flaming head and you're charging <laughs> 350 bucks. When back in the day, we were like, oh, that $2 carded three inch figure, you know? Yeah. So now they want a piece of that. <clears throat> so that cuts into it too. But then we get into... And this is the engineering design side of it, mm-hmm. which is when we get into plastics, plastic molds. And that's where I start going like, motherfuckers, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, because let's let's jump back a little bit to the Sentinel that they did. Now, how much was the Sentinel? Do you remember how much that was? $399. Yeah, it was actually it was $350 also. It's the same price. Here's the thing. I have guys that they're rich dumb people <laughs> bought, like, they bought four? a bunch of sentinels just yeah. to customize them because they wanted to build like a sentinel army these are crazy rich people i know oh, that just okay. they're hardcore like marvel they're they buy like supreme class transformers and make armies of them they're nuts that's okay. a fool and their money are easily parted to say the <laughs> least. But, yeah. but uh so he bought a whole bunch of sentinels and he was taking them apart and when this whole Ghost Rider thing happened, he was actually thinking, oh, I'm going to buy like three Ghost Riders. I'm going to make one for Johnny Blaze, one for Danny, and then one for this guy, you know, uh, Ray or whatever. I, yeah. I'm not familiar with this new Ghost Rider. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah, up yeah, maybe front maybe right bad. now. I, maybe I, maybe. I grew up with with Danny. That was my 90s Ghost Rider. Even everybody when likes Ghost... Danny
0: Ketch, huh? Like, I feel
1: like I got
0: put on to Johnny Blaze, but I feel like everybody who followed Ghost Rider likes Danny
1: Ketch. Danny is the Kyle of the Kyle or the Tim Drake of Ghost Rider to Kyle to Hal and to Tim Drake to Robin. Because if you were a nineties kid or even better example, yeah, I was gonna say the two I just said Wally West. That's right? what I'm saying. He's Wally West. Yeah. Where All right, if you okay. grew up in the 90s, you don't even know you
0: don't Johnny even Blake. know
1: those guys before. You yeah. just know him. And pop culture only made that. So it's the same thing. Like even when they did uh, like you know, when Ghost Rider appeared in cartoons, or when he appeared in Agent, it of was Shield, Danny They Ketch. used that Danny design because oh, that's the design that people are familiar with from like cartoons and the '90s, and and it's it's that '90s flavor. The motorcycle specifically, go with back to the skull with the skull head instead of just a flaming Harley. Even the even the way the motorcycle is shaped. And I'm not yeah. a big motorcycle guy. I'm a car yeah. guy. But like you see, like just the way the body is shaped. It's not like that traditional Harley that that Johnny Blaze had. They, they went more with that, that Danny kind of look. And I think, I think that, honestly, number one, the argument would be well, why didn't you just do a, a, a Johnny Blazer Danny? Because then that could have been a retail product and they don't want that. And Hasbro Pulse, you know, like they make a lot of money because how it works is they already plan out the item. When they're mm-hmm. showing you, like, oh, here's our Hasbro Pulse thing, they already got prototypes ready, test shots, like, there's no surprises there. They already got this thing ready to go. So you can't even argue, well, there's the engineering, the planning, the design, all that. No, that doesn't count, right? That's not involved. It's just pretty much at the end of the day, it's just the the actual item being produced. And when you're talking a multi-zillion dollar company, the number one toy company in the world behind Bandai in Japan, they don't need our money. But what they're doing is they're getting... I mean i don't want to crunch numbers right now but at 350 apiece if they sell 8,000 units that's what 4.4 million dollars you know it's they're just going to take that money mm-hmm. and they're just going to put it in the bank mm-hmm. and then let me ask you do you get your Haslab right away no you no. don't you wait a year a year and a half sometimes depending on what i mean that unicron i think i waited like a year and two months or something mm-hmm. and they sit on that in the bank that four point four million, getting interest and everything. Where if if something happens, if something happens and and it already happened once, where uh, some items got they were shipping it to a certain region and it got they got destroyed because the boat sank or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. and they just said, well, we'll refund you, but they refund you, but they made money from the interest. So this what that wasn't a loss on them. Nope. You know, like they they make crazy money with that, and so it. Getting back to the Sentinel, what I was trying to say is just the arm of the Sentinel has, I think it was, they said, 56 pieces in the arm, including an LED and everything. Yeah. The vehicle, the Ford vehicle is 57 pieces. So just the arm of the Sentinel is equal to the same thing. And Hmm. cars, when you're talking sculpting, are a lot more simpler to do. If you've ever built sure. a model car, old Ravel's or stuff like that, they're a lot more simpler. It's it's a body, it's an interior, and and you know they're not going to go crazy on the interior with a shifting gear or anything. They'll have lights, they'll have this and that axle. You might build, be able like, to
0: steer in the turning wheel, but it's not going to like connect to the front wheel. Yeah, it's not going to connect not, yeah. to the
1: rack and pinion steering. It's not yeah. going to be part of the axle. There's not going to be an opening engine where it's going to be like Lego Technic where it's moving right. or something. No. It's going to be very bare bones and simple so that it can house an LED light. So there's so many arguments where what they're doing, and this is, this is just typical of, of what I used to see in the Transformer world, is when they know something does very well, anything. And in this case, it was Transformers, the movies, the Michael Bay movies doing very well. They go, oh, it's doing well. Maybe we'll charge $2 more and see what happens. Oh, still was selling like crazy. Hmm. Maybe we'll charge $2 more and see what happens. And before you know it, within a 10-year span, our MSRP for our figures have went up $10. And the same thing is happening with, with everything else. Now, you could argue inflation, but inflation isn't, 30% a 30% increase. We didn't have a 30% increase. We did have an increase with inflation, but it wasn't 30%. And then you, they, they give the yeah. argument, oh, well, you know, it's plastic costs and everything like that. I saw Hasbro go from, from in China working with Jetta Plastics, because everything is third-party companies. I don't care what anyone says. Hasbro doesn't make your toys. They They hire third-party companies in China and Vietnam to injection mold and manufacture sure. your toys. And then they assemble it and they slap their logo on it. Um, but I saw them eas- like they literally just went, OK, it's it's too expensive to have windows on our toys. We're going to get rid of the window and make it a closed box. So they saved money, you know. But So it's not the environment. That's
0: them saving money with the closed windows, because I swear they keep putting out these retro cards, even though they say that they're moving on to. Well, to, the, argument, to that
1: yeah, the <laughs> argument that they've said with the retro card is because it's for a collector market it's aimed at a specific demographic where it's like, well, the people that are buying the vintage Spider-Man, the animated series retro cards, or the old toy biz, you know, gray cards from back in the day, mm. those are clearly older collectors. Thus those motherfuckers have money, you know, like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's just that kind of thinking <laughs> and, and going, even the toy biz x stuff too, it all falls under that same bubble. But they just kind of they know that they could kind of charge more and still have that bubble but then they have the clothes box stuff which already people have been complaining about because figure swapping has been supposedly a nightmare in certain areas in the united states where i mean figure swapping was already a problem with the six inch figures with with wrestling toys and gi joe and now you're going to put a clothes box and then a walmart worker that's not going to check you know what i mean yeah, hey, I'd like to return this and you have like <laughs> Oh man, how the rocks? Right? You know? I'm returning t- this figure. Yeah. No, it, it's it's madness and 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 to to me it's like they've been using that excuse for a while, while on like uh, let me just grab an example, you know. It's like they used to have okay, we got to get rid of this. And then it's like and we're going to get rid of, you know, the original inside. art on the side. We're only going to use one piece of art. Yeah. And we're going to not have bios on the back anymore. We, we, it's called copyright. We're not going to have copyright anymore. So we're not going to have to hire that guy. So we save money there. And we're not going to include a trading card or a sticker or a, a, a download code or you know anything else that might involve it. And what Hasbro started to do recently with their Transformer Legacy stuff, um, I wish I had some legacy packaging nearby. Now they're going to have a QR code that you scan. And that's going to be every, so they could just do one packaging type for all regions. And then you scan yours and it's going to use your GPS on your phone to know, oh, this guy's in Quebec, give him it in French. Oh, this guy's in so-and-so. So So it's, you know, it's going to be kind of good in the future when it comes to exclusives because Mm -hmm. Quebec was a nightmare with that. Because, oh, c'est pas de français, we can't have, you know, know, XYZ exclusive. So that's going to be kind of good, but it's also them saving money. And then going, oh, well, we need to save money because X, Y, Z, and, and, but they do save money. But what they're really doing is they're saving money. So they could then go, hey, our investors of our stocks, look how much money we saved. So make sure to buy more stocks. We had record profits this year, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. And then that, and as a result, makes them more money because they get more stockholders, which invest more in the company. And then they just turn to us and HasLab and go, hey despite the fact that we're a multi-million dollar company we need you to kickstart something for us that thank god again for for todd McFarlane could just go like no you don't here's my here's my six inch batman you know going for 50 bucks and and you know and that's what i love about todd because todd was the guy back in 92 with todd's toys that was what McFarlane's toys were called before he was mcfarland's toys mm-hmm. and he was the guy that's like hey man Let's take 10 cents away from the plastic, and put 10 cents more into the paint and make something real. And the second he did that, all the other toy companies turned their head and went, oh, snap, you know, like, what is this guy doing? You know, and all of a sudden, like the, that first wave of spawn toys, they're not the best QC. Your violator is going to break. You can't even attach the cape for your spawn figure. The, the, I, I owned all of them because mm-hmm. it was a big deal back then. It's a very historical moment in toy history because it really made all the other companies change their tune, but at the same time, they it made toy companies also go. If you know, yeah, this guy's a small dude now, but people are buying his stuff, and if we don't try to copy him, mm-hmm. then we might be in trouble. And and it's been that game ever since. It's literally been that game ever since they've been trying to keep up.
0: I I don't have a problem with Todd and his his, his methods. I just don't like his toys. If that makes any sense. Well, it's, like...
1: it, he's always been statues. That's always yeah.
0: They're not action figures, and he it, should not he, call he's not. He's
1: always that. again h- him because he came into it's 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 everything that happened with those image boys to begin with with Jim Lee and all of them. They they always wanted to do something that was a little more adult and different. And Todd's logic was, well, we don't really play with our action figures, so we don't need, like, G.I. Joe 12 points of articulation. We just want something that looks really good on the shelf and, you know, maybe have one or two, you know, parts of articulation. So a lot mm-hmm. of stuff became statues, especially when he was doing sports stuff. Like, that was just legitimately statues. Um, they weren't even, like, articulated. Right. And, I mean, but but at least what I like about him is he's willing to – you know, because he's not scared of nobody, he has what I call fuck you money, which is, yeah,
2: also, yeah, which is
1: always good to have because yeah. he has fuck you money. He's able to go and go, what are you talking about? This is how it's done, you know, and even the guys uh, who used to work at Marvel Legends uh, who now work for Valiverse. I don't know if you're familiar yeah, with Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I know Like that. Even
1: them, they were calling them out too, and like long before when they were doing the, the Rancor and they were <laughs> going like, this thing doesn't need to cost this much. This thing is like three molds of plastic with eight paint hits on it. And you're asking this much. And and the only way you're going to get the figures, if they hit these goals, which are not necessary for the value, it's like there was a lot of people who really know the business. But they're lucky because most people live with FOMO. They're scared that they're not going to get it. They're Mm -hmm. scared that if it does get funded, now it's going to be the secondary market they have to go. And it's going to be a nightmare. So they they fund it out of fear because they're scared that they they're not going to be a part of it and hasbro has been taking advantage of that for quite a few years And, and again like people they think i'm like a shill for hasbro sometimes but i i literally just call it as it is when it comes to what they do and sometimes man like the transformer world is is very unique because like you're a marvel a marvel legends collector and you live in that he-man kind of world and what i mean by he-man kind of world is because he-man for the longest time was a different head but only two different kind of body types he-man toys, he-man toys were we had they had what was called barbarian body or sorcerer body and they just had different bodies different accessories that's what kind of made it look different and then new head on it and you guys kind of have that too yeah there's there's variation in there but there's also a lot of similar body types that are used they save a lot of money with repaints and using same hand sculpts and i I believe it's
0: certain core characters have their set body and then Mm -hmm. everybody else just kind of goes with it so wolverine has his own body spider-man has his own body you could say with vulcan's release it used to be captain america's bucky cap but now vulcan is the new standard body and sunfire had a body so then they'll rotate those four and then you have like the old female body and then the new shriek body which is like pinless so they have seven molds that they really kind of work with and i hear you
1: it's not ideal and and then you look at transformers where everyone's got to be made from scratch you know what i mean crazy where and yeah they do repaints don't get me wrong like starscream and the seekers and everything they do repaints but the point is is that we see in that world where you know if you took apart a marvel legends figure it's 17 pieces and a lot of those pieces are not new sculpts and tooling tooling is a big part of the of the the cost of manufacturing a toy and tooling is the molds which if you've ever seen the molds of these toys they're like you know they have to use a forklift to lift them they're huge these things and they in the plastic mold inject them with pvc or, or pom or, or abs or mabs or whatever the plastic that's necessary vinyl in some cases you know and it's just it's crazy how much they're asking for this vehicle. And I don't know if it's gonna get funded because there's there's a side of the community that's like, I don't wanna miss out on this, so I'm gonna get in on this. And then there's the other side that I respect if they, they're really standing by it. I, I don't have skin in the game, so I don't care one way or another, But I'm but it's important to me to see what happens because there's gonna be another Transformer has lab at some point. There's been yes. two already. Yeah. And and the last one they did, I was critical of because it was a product that I felt could have been in retail, but they well, didn't me, do it. But let me they, ask you they, this.
0: What'd you feel? How'd you feel about the His tank?
1: The His tank, again, the the thing with G.I. Joe in general is that's a tough thing to put in retail already. Yeah. Already to begin with, that's a tough thing to put in retail. That's why G.I. Joe's not gonna be in retail anymore. There's already the talks that it's gonna be only on Hasbro Pulse in the future. Because yeah, there's already that conversation. It's already happening. Snake Eyes didn't do well. That, that movie <laughs> that, that destroyed the shelving the shelving um, confidence. For retailers, for GI Joe, yeah, because
0: those figs stayed there. Like I've never seen oh. GI Joe waves stay on the shelf. Maybe Cobra and Gun Ho.
1: There was there was clearance then... for for classified Snake Eyes movie stuff. Hey, you want a, a Scarlet for like six bucks? You know, like yeah, like it was getting crazy at one point. So they kind of damaged their reputation with retailers with a, a mainstream movie, and then you combine it with a line that either brought them stress. I mean, going into places and seeing you can only one per one per customer for uh, G.I. Joe's. I was seeing at Toys R Us at one point. Yeah, boy. Yeah, that was our fault. (laughs) But, you know, but the point is, is that, you know, that stuff was a headache for them. And then the retailers just like, look, we're just not interested, you know, and their logic has bro. is just like, okay, then we'll just put it online and we'll see where it goes from there. I mean, they already did all the greatest hits in terms of characters. Now they're just kind of doing the obscure at this point. Unless they're going to revisit characters. And, oh, now we're going to do Scarlet in classic outfit. But then yeah. that's what Super 7's doing, which is even... That's a whole other comic. That's
0: 100% what they're doing. Is, it's funny how they... Like, not to... Because we'll go back. But mm. it's funny that G.I. Joe started off... And I liked, I liked the new tech outfits. I loved them. I was not against them looking newer. And then people complained. And then they came back with classic looking roadblock and i was like okay he looks good but then every character after that amazon exclusive roadblock has been like spirit is more classic looking i think uh storm shadow is more classic looking uh and tomax are exactly how they were as toys so it's like dusty they, too dusty looks pretty you too they immediately just just went whoop, pivoted and just went okay we're gonna do all classic looks and then for the characters you didn't get we'll go back and put them on those retro cards which
1: it's cool but i feel like i, I don't know and even the retro card ones they took the baroness and they're like okay she had the little gold on the on the glass yeah, let's, and let's take away start that up like let's make it look like like classic because and there was a point where and I, I know Hasbro has been trying to make this transition. They're trying to get more into video games. There was a Nintendo Switch game called GI Joe uh, Operation Blackout.
0: Yes. All of the
1: designs in that video game it's were based, based on those classifieds designs. Yes, so they, exactly, I felt yeah. like they were trying to build something. They were trying to like, hey, here's these new designs. Here's this brand. You know, hey, everyone's playing Fortnite and, and Call of Duty. Hey, maybe you could come play our game, you know, and and maybe you'll like it, and then you'll want to buy G.I. Joe toys. And and that's, honestly, that's how one way I would go about it, too, is you got to tackle that market that you lost many years ago to the video game world and the mobile yeah. world. But it didn't work because G.I. Joe is, again, a very hard brand to sell. And to then turn to Target or Walmart and go, yo, we got this
2: big, <laughs> big <backpack> old tank.
1: <laughs> and, um And yeah, and the only people that, the last time we did this big black tank was 1983. So literally about 80% of people that are coming to your store are gonna have no idea what this thing is. And we want to, because the difference between a HasLab and retail is retail, let's say just, just for simple math, every single Walmart in America and Canada, just Walmart, not Toys R Us, Yep. Not your local comic book store, not Target, just Walmart's. in, in Canada and the United States, got two of those his tanks. Every single one, right? So one case, two per case. Let's say mm. there's four thousand Walmart's in the United States. There's there's like three hundred in Canada. So right away there, yeah. that's already eight thousand units. That's already the Haslab. Yeah, but we're still, but we're still talking, which is what their their goal was. But we're still talking Target, we're still talking Toys R Us. So for them to manufacture that much with no guarantee that mm-hmm. any of it's gonna sell, and it's not like it's an exclusive. When you have store exclusives, those are sold units, that's a whole different conversation and why store exclusives exist. But when you're talking something like that, oh my goodness, there's not a retailer on the planet that would have agreed to that. No, you know, for
2: sure it's
1: not. it's it's too much of a nightmare. And so and and again, combined with the fact that it's GI Joe that literally just came off of a movie that did dog shit, you know? <laughs> like it's just, it's not good for, I literally talked with Aaron Archer from Hasbro. And wow. he said, like, after that movie came out and bombed, he's like, yep, Joe's going on the shelf, like like media wise for another four years. Like we'll, we'll we'll come back in four years, you know? Yeesh. Like I mean, it makes do, sense. We couldn't do it with The Rock. You know, we yeah. couldn't do it with, we couldn't do it. We went ninjas because you don't like military. So now we're gonna do ninjas. It didn't work with ninjas. You know, and, and people always say, they're always like, oh, well, it, it, the movie wasn't good because of XYZ when I saw it. Yeah, but it's not about when you saw it. It's you have to get people hyped without even seeing it. Let yes. me tell you something. No one would have gave their money to Avatar if they knew what they were watching. You know, oh, what I yeah, mean? For sure. everyone got tricked into seeing that movie. Yep. I got tricked into seeing it. Oh, greatest sell-up movie of all time, Beat Titanic, you know, 3D. So I went to go see it and I was like, man, this is just like Dances with Wolves or something. This is last of
0: the Mohicans with blue people. Yeah, Thank you.
1: So so how it works with movies is you got to get people hyped to go see it. And even if it's not good, at least they made that money. Look at all those Star Wars movies and a a lot of Marvel movies and stuff. They're not hyped. They don't go to see it. So no one was even hyped to Mm -hmm. see Snake Eyes. Eyes. You know, like no one was even hyped. No one was excited. No one's standing at the marquee at the movie theater, although that didn't really exist in, in 2021, but... No Which one was is another thing going that like, paid into it. Oh, you know what? We're gonna go see that movie. That that right. movie looks fun. That movie looks interesting. There was literally anything else they wanted to see. They, they 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 were just not interested in that, and that hurt them in retail because the only product that was mass retail that wasn't a store exclusive or anything was the Snake Eyes movie, the Snake nope. Eyes movie product, the three inch, the six inch classified, all that stuff. That was 100% retail. If you went to a Walgreens in you the united states they, they would they would be carrying it that's and true that hurt them because i couldn't
0: them. find regular classified figures i had to pre-order everything but boy did i see Snake uh, Eyes! i fig. saw
1: them at toys r us that's you'd see them at toys r
0: us but you're getting like you know the uh cobra island Roadblock that nobody wanted because it's supposed to be heavy duty mm-hmm. but they called it roadblock and like everyone's going for the troopers and the infantry and what yeah, uh, beach build, head. An army building right an army building so then but then that wave happened and then they're like okay they released, they were releasing everything in order. And then there was like a block of 16 boxes, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, which was all the snake eye movie figures. And they put those out later. And I remember those just sitting
1: and forever. sitting forever. And, and and there's muscle memory with these companies. Toys R Us goes, hey man, last Not time we again. bought these, it became our problem,
0: yep. you know?
1: And then, then Hasbro goes, because Hasbro has their distributor guy that literally goes to them, go, hey man, do you want next wave of X, Y, Z? And then they'll be like, you know, every toy manager is different for every Toys R Us or Walmart or whatever and they go, mm, You know, I'm just going to take one case of Wave 1." Really? Only one case? Are you sure? Yeah, cuz last month, you know, we got this and it's still here, you know, and we got our SKU and we're not going to put out the old product until the new product is so it's it's a mess. And they just they were like, "It's going to be tough for GI Joe." It really is. It's and I love that brand, but I love that brand as a 80s nostalgic kid that had fun playing with it in the sand you know at, but at the same time i understand why it isn't doing well mm-hmm. because it's much like it's it's like a guy who was born in the 60s and going yo where's my dick tracy where's my flash Gordon? where's my where's my you know buck rogers you know, where, where is it at where's yo when i was a kid that was the hottest shit that was the hot yo Dick Tracy was the <laughs> shit. Oh wait, they're making a movie of Dick Tracy in the nineties. Yo, that's gonna be the shit. And I'm not gonna lie. Gonna yeah. I want those Dick Tracy
0: nineties toys just because those are the only like five. They're not getting legs. the
1: Madonna one. The blank is the most rare one.
0: Yeah, you can't find a lot. Of the only blank, I know he's rare, and I, because they had holsters for their guns, no toys mm-hmm. had holsters for their guns back then. And I saw these Dick Tracy toys. I'm like, the they, makes, that's I'm like, time. they all have holsters. Oh my goodness, I need these. But yeah, you can never find those. Um, But to go back, because as you were saying, yeah. you didn't have anything, any pit in the fire for the Haslabs. Myself neither. I didn't buy a Sentinel. I'm an X-Men head. But I told myself, I don't have a house yet. And I'm not buying a small toddler of a toy to put it on my floor. So many people that's, I know.
1: Unicron is just, it, there's just nowhere. Look at this house, okay? And I hear you, bro. Nowhere. <laughs> They're there's no, there's for, like like a bear, there's Fortress Maximus yeah. and Grand Maximus. Two at the time, two of the biggest transformers and ever you made. Can't and even. It's bigger than that. Right. You
0: know? So I was telling myself, I was like, "There's no way I'm fitting a Sentinel on the shelf. If I get him, he's just gonna sit by the floor. A lot of my friends have them sitting by the floor. Same thing with Galactus. Galactus is coming in. I didn't support he's the Haslab. Yeah, he's bigger than a sentinel. I just happened to get him because my buddy Quinn, shouts to you, Quinn, said, hey, I have one for you. And I was like, cool, that's amazing. Spooky Barnes, you're amazing. So I'm getting the the, the Galactus, trying to figure out what I'm going to do with him. I I, I I might just get it for the figs and see what happens because literally I don't really see myself with a Galactus that big. And then here comes to Robbie Reyes, who I could not give a spit in the wind for Robbie Reyes.
1: I find it a very interesting choice of character. I yeah. mean, again... I, I, I like to consider myself a Marvel head, but it's like I know nothing of this character. I just saw him I, on Agents
0: of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, that's where I got most familiar with him. I knew about him before, but I was like, Ghost Rider with a car, that's not really Ghost Rider to me. However, I did see Blade, and my man Blade had a charger. So a lot of people are taking this car and just gonna, they're gonna just give it to Blade.
1: You know what? Again, Todd's just gonna be a dick and he's just gonna. <laughs> He's just gonna... Todd
0: didn't need to do that. Let me he... ask you, Todd did not need to release, oh, here's my car. And it's just a hollowed out like Batmobile, bat like Todd, we understand that you're the man of this and you cut costs. I
1: understand, but Todd, we <laughs> didn't need I know, but I I feel like I feel like even him, but it's not only that too, because the I mean the section scale is about one tenth, I believe. I'm pretty sure there must be die cast cars out there in one tenth scale that are really nice that are from the die-cast community. My dad's a die-cast car collector. You could probably direct me to something. Mm. And that would probably look just as good. That probably match whatever design. I'm pretty sure there's probably something on eBay right definitely. now. For sure. That's definitely not $350 fucking, You
0: know. <laughs> We're not even that's, talking Canadian American, conversion. plus yeah. shipping,
1: plus yeah. waiting a year.
0: That's $580 five something Canadian.
1: Take $350, put it in a GIC in the bank, and come back in a year. Really? You, you know what I mean? Like... Five percent interest like it's it's just that that's to me it's silly and i mean i did it with unicron because that's like the man in transformers like and you're a
0: completionist your transformers collection i'm, I'm be a Transformers
1: compl- completionist but i'm also like the thing with being completionist now is there's so much stuff that even if you don't buy it when it's brand new it it finds its way to you cheaper because yeah. people buy it and then they just go and eh. You know, you want it for like 10 bucks less than what I paid. There's so many of those guys out there because a lot of people get into Transformers hardcore and then they quit just as hard. And then they just like liquidate their collections and they they're revolving door. There's so many of them come in and out because they get really hardcore into it. They buy a bunch of stuff and then they go, holy crap, where am I going to put all this shit? You know, (laughs) it's just not
0: having Unicron, I believe, though, for a Transformers fan is like if they were to put out a Blackbird and you're an X-Men fan and you don't buy that. I, or bear- I
1: compare, I compare it to if if you're a black series collector of Star Wars and they did a Death Star, you know what I mean. That's yeah. uh, Unicron. Like Unicron is a he's a beach ball, and it's just it's like to me. Let me just pick him up right now. This is heavy mm-hmm. mofo, you know, like to me it's like not having probably one of the most iconic characters. From the 86 movie which when i would introduce people to transformers i'd You'd show start, them the 86 okay. movie because that was the part of transformers that wasn't like cartoony embarrassing it was this badass was okay. swearing that death you know yeah. it had this guy that debuted in it yeah. with his removable head and everything and you mm-hmm. know it's just to me this was worth it this was worth it because i felt that you know at the time with transformers let's put them over here for now it's, it's so big so big Ugh. But the thing is at the time there wasn't a transfer still to this day there's not a transformer bigger than this one and when we were given this promise this is going to be the biggest transformer ever made and it's based on the biggest transformer ever made in fiction you know it's 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 something where it got just crazy i'm a buddy right there i'm a big i'm a trans- big
0: transformers fan i can live without him. i don't know well
1: you know what There, the the one thing is, is there's options because here to here i'll just pull this up right here you can barely see them though Oh, the, the bars getting in the way. That's that was the first Unicron toy right there from yeah. Transformers Armada. Yeah. You know, and it's still a large figure. People have, the thing with Transform fans where they're lucky is they have options. You don't like this Optimus? It's like buying a Spider-Man toy. Yep. Oh, you don't like this one? Here's here's 12 other six-inch ones that are multi-articulated that that do the job. There'll probably be more than one Spider-Man 2099 figures in six-inch scale that are multi-articulated in the next 10 years. So yeah. Yeah, you'll always have options. They'll put it on. They'll put it on a vintage card. They'll put it on a normal card. They'll put it on a closed box.
0: We have know. three right now. Uh, well, there 0. you go. 99. So um, they'll.
1: Yeah. All, it's the same thing with Unicron. There will be options, but it's just to me. I knew that they were never going to do something this big ever again, because I and I firmly believe. I firmly believe, and it's a hot take. I don't think this thing got backed. I honestly think it got it got close to it, and, and had like ah, like, uh... fuck it just let it we just we we spent so much time shopping this around bringing it to convention showing yeah. it off to say that it didn't get backed you know because it was that'd be ridiculous
0: they could take was, a hit well, like that
1: when well they they were worried they were worried if you look at the history of this of that, of the the unicron um the backing got extended like they went mm. oh we're gonna give it an extra so right away it's like hmm Okay, it's interesting. Sketchy. But I mean you Transformers,
0: know, the brand didn't want to take that hit. Like you see how the Rancor didn't get funded and now everybody trash talks Black Series. Well
1: like, I,
0: and Black Series you know, isn't the best to it begin with, you with know the
1: Cookie Monster. I don't yeah. know why the hell they were even thinking of doing that. That was ridiculous. You know, we all know those hardcore Muppetites or whatever they want to call themselves, you know, that are, <laughs> that are buying hot toys of Kermit the Frog, which again doesn't exist anything, I'm just saying here. Um <laughs> And so them going, oh, people are looking for that cookie monster. And then when they did the Rancor, that was just, that was anyone who knew toys and how they're manufactured was going like, what are you guys right. doing? That was yeah. them being cocky. That was them going like, we got them with the sail barge. We got them with the razor crest. We're going to get them with this Rancor because now, now we're talking old school, yo, now we're talking like Return of the Jedi. You're going to get a Luke. You're going to get the, and no, nope. people are like, no, you guys are nope. screwing us at this point. And then they did that lightsaber, which didn't do well. But it, I'm I'm not too familiar with what that lightsaber was from. It was oh, from yeah, one of it, shows. I don't think
0: the lightsaber happened either.
1: No, it, got, it it didn't do it. It didn't do well. But I forget what it was from. It was yeah. from one of the newer shows, which I'm on the Obi Wan. So I, I think, think that's another the reason.
0: One? Yeah, second so sister's lightsaber. Well. Obi wanted it. Yeah,
1: and and it's just it's the way that things are going is slowly people are and look we're, we live in a world where the you know not everyone's made out of money you know so, and and people get fed up and they realize that you know you yes you could look you could pick up Unicron and then you go okay was it worth the money for someone like me where I love the 86 movie I loved like that's one of my favorite things of Transformers ever is the 86 movie and Beast Wars mm. so those were two very important things to me but if I was someone that grew up on Beast Wars only I don't think unicron will be that important you know th- then mm-hmm. i can understand not wanting to spend the 600 american which is and shipping which again you know, it came to it came to 1g when it was all said and done you know
2: My so it's thousand. like it's
1: something where i can't imagine someone who has no connection to that because the beautiful thing with transformers is it's a multi-generational brand mm-hmm. marvel spider-man is spider-man no matter if you're from the 60s 70s 80s 90s but if you're a '80s kid, it's G one. If you're a '90s kid, it's Beast Wars. If you're a '2000s kid, it was the Beast Unicron trilogy. Wars. If you're a 2000s late '2000s kid, yeah. you what? You grew up on those Michael Bay movies, you know? And and you all Gee. and now those Michael Bay movies. Sure. are Twelve years old, you know? So there's kids.
0: Quick question, actually not even real real good, but was the Armada series really good? Because I just saw the shell shading and it turned me off. You talking about the original Transformers? I didn't love Arm. No, I'm talking about So Armada, whatever Arm- the Unicron series, as you call it, but it was
1: Unicron Armada, trilogy, and then the, the
0: other two series.
1: The biggest flaw with those was that they're Japanese shows, and when they were dubbed over here, it was a disaster. Um, Cartoon Network. Yes, that's what time, it was. It was just at the time they got they got like Ocean Studio, which were the guys who did Dragon Ball and stuff. And they just, I don't know, mm. the dub was not good. It, it, I always tell people when you consume Transformers, watch it in the language that it was created in. So G1 was America, mm. so you watch it in that language. Beast Wars was in Canada, so you watch it in English. Uh, but when you get to the Unicron Trilogy, everything was made in Japan. So watch the Japanese version. Uh, the Especially Armada. Armada actually has tons of animation errors that were not present in the Japanese version because they rushed it out. They We need to dub this right away. So they gave them like not even test footage. It was just it was it was a nightmare. And it's OK. It's it's clearly Transformers being Transformers, which is here's a fun fact about Transformers. Despite the fact that they are pop culture icons, they have been copying other brands to stay relevant since the beginning. Uh, 1987, hmm. the Ninja Turtles came out and then they are like, yeah. And they did the Monster Pretenders and Mutants, and which were more action figure kind of based. Then in 1989, mm-hmm. Micro Machines came out by Galoob. They did the Micro Masters, which are micro, which yep. are trans, literally in their commercial. These are transform uh, micros that transform. You know, so they did Micro Masters. Then Toy Biz was doing amazing with their X-Men figures. Literally, what you have back there, the homages to them. So they scratched their chin again, and they did the Action Masters, which were action figure transformers Ooh. that didn't transform, which was very controversial at the time. Then in, yeah. in 1993, Power Rangers made its big debut and shook up the world and became this global brand that exists this very day. They scratched their chin again. They said, hey, take those Dinobots and give them different colors. Because at the time, Power Rangers Jeez. had dinosaurs that were different colors. Grimlock was blue. He wasn't red, he was yeah. blue. Slag was was green. He wasn't blue. He was green. They did that on purpose to make people make mistakes and and grandmas pick up the wrong uh, item back in 93 when Power Rangers was taking over the world. Let's keep going. Then Jurassic Park comes out. Jurassic Park comes out, becomes this global brand. Oh, dinosaurs, Velociraptors, Mm T-Rexes, Beast Wars, dinosaurs, Velociraptors, T-Rexes. These guys are diabolical. Then we get to Transformers Armada. Got to catch all the mini cons. Gee, what the fuck came out in fucking late 1999 to 2001 that was taking over the world? And at the same time, because of Pokemon, anime became huge huge. Because now all these companies are like, shit, you could just import the anime, import the toys, slap it on, boom, and you're done. You know, which literally that's what Hasbro did with Pokemon. All the Pokemon toys were just the Tomy toys that they had they made they made a licensing agreement and they put it out here now they're merged they're one company together but back then they were just a, an agreement so same thing with pokemon then when lego became huge oh everything is awesome creo they do creo because lego's huge bakugan which is like you throw these yeah. little marble and it the transforms top, yeah. they did uh, bot shots which is their version of bakugan which is little transformers you shoot and then they transform and when you, you play against each other like a tabletop then there was Hero Clicks, which were ridiculously popular with the tabletop community. They did Marvel Hero Clicks and DC and everything. They did A Tactics, which was which was Hasbro's version of Hero Clicks off of their brand, Star Wars, Marvel, Transform. They've been doing this for years. For years. And I could go on, I know I must be forgetting something, but it's like <laughs> they've been doing this for years. And and again, the transforming aspect has always been unique to them, and it's always what made them. You know, so special and stuff. But at the same time, they always were copying what was popular because they knew, they knew that while they have that transforming element, everything else has to be taken from. Like they were looking at those Marvel movies. They were looking at those Marvel movies and they were salivating trying to figure out how they could emulate those <laughs> Avengers movies. They were just like, how do we get that? And they just they, you know, do we do a crossover? Because that's what they were thinking about. They're like, Do we cross over with, yeah. with G.I. Joe and Gem and Battleship? Or what we what are we gonna do with this? Rom the Space Knight mask? Like, they didn't know, they were they were playing with ideas in their head. And you could Google this. They had this idea called Unit E, which was this one-shot yeah. comic book that they put out at San Diego Comic-Con where it was like all the brands in Hasbro were gonna be part of this one continuity. Fighting an open uh, yeah,
0: then they put in wasn't it uh, okay. So I do remember that because it was they had, had the Transform Joe. I don't know if Silverhawks were in there. It wasn't Silverhawks, no, it was the it was other Silver ones Hawks. with the Lumineers. It was Lumine, it was Lumineer.
1: You're visionaries referring to
0: Visionaries, that's it. Visionaries. Visionaries Visionaries, visionaries is yeah, Visionaries
1: and Cops are two brands that Hasbro yeah. has that they used for years to kind of protect trademarks. So like yeah. In cops, you have characters named Inferno, Barricade, Long Arm, all transformer yeah. trademarks. Oh. Um they they do that a lot. There's there's G.I. Joe characters named Sideswipe, Shockwave. Uh look, there's there's a transformer character named Roadblock. There's a GI Joe character named Roadblock. Yep. Um I mean that happens a lot. They, it's it's so Visionaries was another one of those where they're just kind of like, Ooh, here's a character named Cryotech, and then here's a transformer named Cryotech, you know, so Th- those those are those are weird ones where they exist to tell a story, but they also exist to protect trademarks. Now, what they do with that is they go, "Oh shit, we have a transformer trademark that's expiring, but we don't want to have to manufacture a toy. Ah, put it on a Nerf gun, you know? <laughs> uh, Barricade five hundred, you know, you know, whatever. It's like they they do that all the time now. Right, right. There is which jokes is um when Street Fighter was part of G.I. Joe at one point in the 90s, people don't remember that. Um, the G.I. GI Joe and Street Fighter, the toys, were under one brand with Hasbro. Uh, Hasbro, in order to keep the the Devastator name for Transformers, the iconic Constructicon name, there's a G.I. Joe Street Fighter vehicle named Devastator. Liter- and that's how Hasbro... It, 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 that's the business side of it. That's where you get into the weeds and you start... There's My Little Pony characters named after Transformers. There's like Cosmo, Speech Comer. Uh, I know I'm forgetting some tracks. You know, genius. There, there. I, I, it's, it's the same thing. Like you'll have um, Iron Fist. Iron Fist for that's Marvel's Iron Fist. Why? Yep. Because there's a Transformer named Iron Fist, Iron even Fist. though they're both under the Hasbro emblem. Uh,
0: that's you know? right. Okay. That's
1: there's a lot. Fun. There's yeah, Venom is another one. There's yep. a There's a trans in 1985. Predating Todd McFarlane's Venom, there is a you can barely see him, but there's a uh, insecticon named Venom. On. You know, there was an insecticon oh, okay. named Venom. You could barely see him over there. It's all the, the lights watching there. him out, but you know, and that predates him. You know, and then there was Jeez. the whole controversy with Bumblebee with DC. You know, where there was, yep. there was Black Girl Bumblebee, and then there's mm-hmm. Bumblebee, the the transformer Car. character. And because she was a character that was in a comic book, but mm-hmm. she wasn't trademarked. Teen Titans is trademarked. Robin might have his standalone book and he's trademarked and he has action figures, but Bumblebee, the black female, uh, DC yeah, yeah. Character didn't have an action figure or anything until
0: way later, even if way later.
1: We're talking like DC superhero girls. So yeah. that created that conflict. And of course there was a Bumblebee movie coming out. So they're like, Whoa, hold your horses. You know, there's, it's, there's so many fights with that kind of stuff, but it also kind of, uh, kind of just proton is dropping all the knowledge. It it's, it's just, it helps you understand what, like, you know, a lot of times I'll see when people complain about a lot of decisions that are made in the toy industry and you could, you could have the emotional reaction, which is totally fine because that's why we're in this. We love it emotionally but then you also have to see why they do what they do. Sometimes it's scummy, sometimes it does make sense and you go okay, I could see it that way. There is scummy times too. There's a lot of times yeah. that happens, you know. Uh again, the last HasLab transformer I think wasn't wasn't uh, kosher in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh I just I think they they said, "Hey, we have two $80 items that we could charge 300 instead, you know, if we make it a HasLab." And they did that. You know, and it's and it was just me going like you know, yep. I, I'm like I'm not participating, and then Hasbro sent me a sample, so <laughs> it was like I was like okay, I might as well give a shout out now to Anda Seats who sent me this for free. Oh, you know? oh shout out to you them! Know? Actually, this is this is the first time I'm shouting them out too because I'm supposed to do it this this Saturday, but whatever, <laughs> whatever. I'm not so, gonna, I'll do it uh, later, but.
0: So we'll quickly you know, go through the brands, and I'm me. just going to just pull them up here, and we're going to see what you expect. If there's anything you're excited for, let's go through these brands. So, mm. okay. um, Real quick, we are going to start off with Star Wars. What do you think Star Wars has planned?
1: Well, they already revealed their Holiday figures, which yeah,
0: those are out. Those, a, out. those are coming out. I don't know why they're those
1: are already. such a waste of plastic. But yeah. but that's what they're going to be showing. They're, they're What they always do is they always like here. We're going to show you all of this. We're going to show you some licensing stuff. Meaning, oh, here's a mobile game we're doing. Here's a a comic book we're working on. And then they're going to reveal like three or four figures. Honestly, at this point, it's all going to be like new Mandalorian stuff, Obi Wan yeah. stuff. It's it's all going to be the new hotness. Right. What it's going to be specifically, I don't know. But it's going to be something pulling from that because outside of reissuing what they've already done on classic card backs, which is the new hot, easy thing to do, saves the money. They just repaint it a little bit. Oh, now Now Luke is, you know, the the belt is painted a little more screen accurate. And now we're going to put it on a card back that looks like the old Kenner card back. And then they reissue. Outside of stuff like that, I think they're going to really focus more on all the new property stuff, which which does well for them. Good. you know like how many baby yodas were sold
0: <laughs> crazy you amounts.
1: know like if they would have known if they would have known before they would have like opened up with that definitely but i mean there there's there's going to be a lot of that it's gonna be a lot of obi-wan i'm telling, like andor maybe maybe mm-hmm. i don't know some andor I know. stuff i, just, I believe there, yeah there's some brands that i feel they they don't make the merch until they're sure it's going to work out and andor is one of those where i feel like they're just kind of taking a step back and going, let's see how they're going to react to this one because like it's the same thing with uh, Rogue One that didn't sell well merch wise, even though it was a good movie. Yeah. But it, again, it did no no one's gonna buy a movie of characters that die at the end. <laughs> you know and then I they re- like, And
0: then they just put put them out again with better face yeah. sculpts. So yeah. like,
1: oh, okay. Well, because they have the mold sculpts. You know, yeah. they're like, hey, we we took the time and energy to put this out here. It, you know, we'll wait a couple of years yeah. and then that muscle memory isn't there with retailers because they don't remember. Oh, Rogue One. What was that? That was like a hundred years ago. Yeah. You know, ten years ago is forever for them. So then they could put it out again and they don't remember.
0: I recently bought all the black all the all, the only black series figures I've bought were from the bad batch and I recently opened all of them because I got the entire team so I opened them. Those are some of the worst articulated figures I've seen in a long time. I don't I don't understand how people really do, like die by black series cuz I'm almost like if this is what you're getting for the same price as Marvel isn't price Star
1: Wars fans are peculiar because they lived, and it's kind of like with GI Joe, they lived the three inch life for so long
0: that they don't, you know,
1: that, that old Kenner power of the force was the lifeblood of all of those collectors, those hardcore collectors for years. And it's so crazy how they were just able to switch up a price point and get everyone to just now, all right, now you're six inch. That's your new, it's your new game. It's like, imagine if like they just said, Hey, you know, all that Transformers you're collecting for years. Yeah, we're making them all bigger now and you have to rebuy all those characters again <laughs> you, to, you know we got you to buy aunt Baru pouring blue milk you know uh toy fair magazine exclusive back in 1995. so now we're going to have to figure out a way how are we going to sell them aunt Baru again with pouring blue milk well if we make it a six inch figure and a target exclusive we sell them Aunt Baru again you know right. and it's and i know if you has lab uh, uh black series collectors and they go out of the way one of them came with me shout out to larry we went to uh hascon and that was one of the exclusives that was like the the get exclusive there for for black series collectors they had a, a stormtrooper of some kind so like I, I get it and it's and again it's there's the army building aspect so they just print money with that stuff do,
0: do they I, actually are you a star wars collector do you know I, with
1: star wars i pick i'm very picky i i like jedi knight luke which is Return of the Jedi, black suit, green lightsaber. But when I got my, um, the best Jedi Knight Luke figure ever made was done by a company called Medicom, Japanese. Mm -hmm. I bought a 12-inch one. It's like the best. I'm one of these guys. second I get the best version ever of that character, why do I need a six-inch, inferior, whatever? When I have this one here that has the cloak, he could go, these are the droids, you know, like, it yeah, was a, yeah. it's a. If you look it up, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's like a doll almost. Like it's, it's the, the Japanese pig. when they when they go all out, man. They go in, yeah. Yeah, and this was made like back in 2010. You know, Jeez. like it was made a long time ago. So I kind of got fulfilled that, and then it's like the odd Greedo figure. Oh, is this Greedo nice? Nah. Black Series hasn't spoken to me just because I kind of got my fix with those characters many years ago. I love Star Wars to death, but outside of a new character coming around and me going like, okay, I got it got to own a Sabine figure or, or <laughs> what was that other one there? There was that, that, that animated series there that I watched that wasn't too bad yeah, that right. had like a racing element to it. That was kind of interesting. I forget.
0: Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I can't remember that. And right. you
1: know, and, you know, they have like, you know, unique three inch figures and stuff, but in general, I get my fix. Like mm. I feel that like I, what I want to get character representation as I like to call it, like getting that perfect character representation once you get that. It's like, I I see how the statue guys work. Mm. You know, they just want to have that one perfect statue of that one character they really love to put in their detoff and just leave it there forever. And that's their representation forever of Darth Vader. Where right. the action figure collector is more like, I want to get that perfect Darth Vader that's articulated so I could do all the different poses. And I'm into photography because that's all of us are photographer. Like Instagram, if you're a toy collector and you don't have Instagram, you're, you're only doing half your job, you know, in my opinion. Big
0: facts. You big know,
1: facts. Like my, my Instagram is more historical. It's more like, hey, here's check out this rare thing. Check out but this. You're still rare
0: taking thing. the photos. You're still doing it. You
1: know, Yeah, but like I still because it, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. And the fact that other people enjoy it too. So you don't get that with being a statue collector, <laughs> you well, know
0: what I mean? Do not.
1: Like, if anything, the best photos of the statue was the company that you bought it from, I and mean, they probably took the best photos already. That's true. Know, that's it's only going to do one thing, right. um, or two things if it's a swappable thing with sideshow. But it's it's to me, the way I see it, is with Star Wars. Unless you're like really like, you have to be entrenched in that fandom and really love these characters and buying the merchandise and buying the figures. Um, I was a completist of transformers, just not of toys, but everything, Mm. everything they made fucking wrapping paper. I bought it back in the day. And what broke me was when the Michael Bay movies came out because the second I was standing in 2007 in the hardware section of Walmart, holding a transformer branded fishing rod that I know, I think I've hit the wall, you know, and then I was like, nah, not nah, yeah. I bought the tackle box though, because that's a nice thing to hold. I bring the t- to this day. I bring it to conventions for like like my post its. Your post its stuff. stuff, okay? Yeah. Like you know, that's for good. like my, my my markers and everything. Yeah, yeah. But the fishing know, that,
0: rod, I, I was I was gonna judge you a little. Yeah, bit.
1: Yeah, that, that served the purpose, but that's where I kind of drew the line after 2007 when the merchandising machine went burr and you know just <laughs> just putting out everything. Oh, we're gonna do bath towels and stuff but there was a point where I was buying everything, but it was, it was modest. Oh, there's a beast wars puzzle, you know? And then that was it. There was a, there was a, this and that. So now I'm very picky with stuff. And, and, and because I see there's not as much FOMO with transformer fans, they buy the product and then three weeks, five weeks, 10 weeks later, uh, they're already like, you know, maybe they want to part with it. And, I always look at sales, that's a big yeah. thing too. I'm like, I literally on my Discord, I'm always posting sales mm. like hey, this week target 30% off all transformers, toys are us, da da. Like there's you know, Amazon's like 50 Haslab had a huge sale not too long ago, which was everything, everything. And I I got these motherfuckers on sale. Holy these God. guys. Oh, know? wait, what? When so what? has Haslab. I don't know if anyone's in the chat that remembers this. Haslab did.
0: I need to go get because I, I bought Wolverine and Storm full price for them. Damn. Uh, we, uh,
1: I the only one that wasn't full price, I think, was the Mister Sinister or no the the Storm, I think. Oh no, the the Jean Grey. Excuse me, the Jean Grey wasn't full price. But
0: yeah, Jean Grey, I, I have to get. Jubilee, I still have to get. Like Sinister. I remember. I, I, I
1: know Wolverine was first. That's all I remember. Yeah, but, Wolverine was the one. I but got, yeah. Haslab at one point, and it made everyone open their eyes. HasLab at one point had this huge sale where everything was like on crazy clearance. It was like, buy two Masterpiece Transformers, get one free. It was like crazy. They were just trying to liquidate stock. And it made people go like, oh my God, why did I buy this stuff full price? Because there was like big items that they were trying to get rid of. And those VHS series are aimed at a very specific crazy group group of people people like me who own those VHSs still to this oh, day upstairs. Okay. i own them like that photo shoot is coming one day where it's going nice. to be the old VHSs with the new ones but i'm waiting for like morph and I, I think they're gonna they're doing um professor x is coming up too yeah so i think they're, they're gonna probably do gonna reveal something yeah they i wouldn't something. be surprised
0: actually we um, can go right into it what do you think first of all okay what do you think transformers is going to drop for tomorrow anything uh,
1: i know 100 we're going to see the shattered glass version of him yeah. Of uh, Blaster, they've been teasing it for a while now, and this is going to be the prime opportunity for that. I think there's going to be no Rise of the Beast product, which is the next movie. I think they're saving that for a New York Comic Con or something, okay. where they're going to have a lot more. This this live stream is just for people who are fans of Hasbro products.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The media related brands, um, they're going to save for something that's more everyone is paying attention, even if they're not fans of those brands they okay. cuz then you get those those passer buyers that are going to be like oh hey i really like you know i really like star wars what's going on with transformers oh there's a movie that's coming out oh beast wars i grew up with that as a kid i'm going to check that out optimus prime i remember that gorilla you know like they're going to they're going <laughs> to yeah. they're try, they're going to play it up that so we're not going to really see that during haslab i feel we're just going to kind of see i think we're going to get a a reiteration of what's going to be coming out at the end of this this year to 2022 q4 q3 and q4 um we're gonna get some of q1 2023 we're gonna have this revealed and they're probably gonna have some pre-orders drop on haslab as a result of it they always do that they always go like hey here's this two items and the pre-orders are up now you know so go yeah. get them um, um and then you'll get them in march of 2023 or whatever <laughs> and they're they're amazing with that like any prediction lock, lock in that money early let me tell you <laughs> Any predictions
0: you have for Indiana Jones? Like I'm this they, is they've yeah. had
1: Hasbro's had the license since Crystal Skull. Um, the best thing about Indiana Jones back in the day was it was the best way to get your uh Shia LaBeouf action figure for your Transformer collection. That's for damn Cause, sure. Because he was he was in that movie, so it's like, hey, we could get a Sam Witwicky figure. <laughs> so uh, but those didn't do well, those were a three-inch line, mm-hmm. they didn't sell very well, they went on clearance. Uh, there's rumors that Harrison Ford's coming back to the role for like uh, one last time again, you know? Um, so they're probably something, you know, whatever it is.
0: You think they're going to put out like a HasLab whip or something? Crazy? Nah,
1: you, you, I don't think, <laughs> I, I think that, you know, HasLab really doesn't rely on broad pop culture mm. and it relies on a small number of mm. hardcore fans that are willing to pay stuff out of fear or worry that it might not happen, where a Indiana Jones whip is such a retail item. It's such a hot topic item. It's yeah. such a, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's something where, yeah, they could do it, but it's it's, Why? Mean, it's cringy. Yeah. It'd be like, really? Like, you know, it's made out of real Carithian leather, you know. It comes and, with a
0: hat. No. You know,
1: it comes <laughs> with a hat that may or may not have been worn by Harrison Ford. like sure. you know, what are they gonna tell you to, to get you to buy that?
0: You know, true um fortnite what can Fortnite's fortnite new is, characters.
1: You know, uh, un, uh what's it called they just recently announced their their sequel uh their overwatch so overwatch announced their sequel. so fortnite is going to have to try to keep up with that because that was kind of their rival arena shooter kind of game so they're probably just going to be announcing new product that stuff sells you go into any toys r us you know collector section that stuff's never on sale that roblox minecraft that's that's the whole mobile gaming gaming world yeah. younger demographic that buys that stuff so it, they don't need to make as much right. because it's not it's not us I don't want to call us boomers we're not but it's not that you know that gen right. x collector that has a little more money that could buy everything on the shelf so fortnite they have like they'll usually do like two packs you know they're 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 a weird scale they do their stuff too it's like Although kind of, of seven inch,
0: cool. but not. Some of them look like really good yeah. Because
1: yeah. I know like some of my GI Joe friends, they were buying some of the Fortnite stuff because it looked like Joe characters. There was one that looked like uh, Firefly, yeah, and Beach and Beachhead, yeah. So, um, but they say it doesn't scale like correctly, so it's like it's a little bigger, yeah. But you know, so they, they 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 have a market for that. There there's people that buy it, but I I can't really say what they're gonna show. I have no idea. But I know that with Overwatch doing their big like, hey, here's our big sequel after being this big brand that we're pushing. I'm pretty sure they're gonna have some kind of answer to that because that's kind of their rival company.
0: Okay, I will go to Nerf next. Nerf, I have by... no
1: idea. Nerf is doing a lot of crossover stuff. I've seen that. Like they, they recently did. What did I see that they did? They did a crossover. They're, they're taking all the other Hasbro brands and making Nerf product of it. Okay. So I wouldn't be surprised with the D and D moving come up coming up. They're gonna do some bow and arrow. Yeah. You know, they're gonna a so crossbow
0: it, for sure. One hundred percent.
1: Nerf. Like for Hasbro, their three biggest brands has always been Nerf, Magic: The Gathering, and Transformers. Meaning the brands that they own. Yeah. And those have always been their three biggest ones. So I wouldn't be surprised if they just there's just tons of like crossover product because that's the that's the easiest for them. They They did Nerf Transformer stuff. I have it. That's
0: true. Uh, Speaking of another thing they own, they own Power Rangers, and Mm. I want to see what they're going to do with that. I don't feel like, okay, no, I do feel they've been really catering to the Mighty Morphin crowd, and I don't blame them for doing so because that's the people who are going to buy your product at the end of the day. A lot of the fans are complaining it's too much Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and they need to do other shows. But to be very, very honest, and to point to my Ranger collection up there, nobody really wants to see anything other than Mighty Morphin
1: stuff. Whenever I see stuff on clearance, it's the other brands. Yep. It- I'm going to call it by its Japanese names, but Mega Ranger, which is so, uh,
0: that's Mega Ranger is <laughs> in
1: space. Power Rangers in space. So yeah. you have you know, yeah. like I saw that the uh, Deka Ranger, which is Deka
0: SPD, SPD is, my is my favorite. favorite. SPD, SPD
1: was my favorite too. You know, yes, we're cool. But but again, it's it's like G one. You know, it's yeah. like they they love Mighty Morphin. Mighty Morphin is the G one of Power you know. Ranger. So you you just kind of can't disconnect that, um, and especially when like King Sphinx. Went on clearance. They did one of the monsters, King Sphinx. Yep. They put him out there. He didn't do well. He started going on all these clearance places. 14
0: bucks I got him for. Hell yeah. Jeez.
1: look how big and heavy he was too. Imagine what was the plastic cost on? Big and heavy,
0: but not painted properly, and that's what. Oh, wasn't
1: okay. It wasn't like it was painted,
0: but like there's just no detail in the face, kind of like the mill figure. They just. I was wondering because
1: I'm like, man, that's that's a that's a that's a lot of a lot it of plastic is. to inject and stuff okay so if the paint apps were kind of lacking okay, it's so sad i actually down. have
0: all or most of their monsters that i just mm-hmm. haven't opened because i have no it's a fomo thing where i bought them because i'm like oh i may not see them again and when i want the monsters i won't be able
1: to get if them. there if there's one thing they're not going to reprint it's going to be the monsters right because... and, no
0: and they're unique bodies each time
1: so it's they're like, all I... unique sculpts no one's going to want a second wave of pudgy pig you right? know or yeah. Or so... again, King Sphinx, Goldar maybe might get a release because that's a little different. You know, yeah. no wing with wings. You know, right. like I have both you know, versions. Stuff and like, like, like They're just sitting or there. Goldar. They'll do some kind of wacky repaint or something. But right. the, It those ones probably not. But yeah, like you know, Eye Guy and and not Naughty Knight. I skipped on these. Eye
0: Guy. I should have gotten Eye Guy. But yeah, I but on
1: those guy. ones again. Those are gonna be like one shot. You know, yeah. like I don't see them. Like, what are they gonna do with that mold again? if it did, and again, if King Sphinx didn't sell well the first time, why are they going to put it out again? And again, from my perspective, that was a heavy manufactured product. That shelving space, that's, you know, the wings took space. You know, when you think about the Rangers, the Rangers were much more sleeker and they sell more. I just
0: saw today at Toys R Us to carry um, ready clip Tour. like a bunch of them just sitting there. But ready clip Tour was in one episode for maybe ten minutes. I yeah, why did they do and, that? And again, that's 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 super popular niche. with the
1: fans. They like in space and lost galaxy. Yes, but the mainstream audience that hey, remember Power Rangers is Mighty Morphin, they, the, maybe, the, the, maybe Zio. Most toy sales are made by those people. You know, when when you go to the impulse aisle at Toys R Us and you see and aptly named the company Super Impulse that makes the world's smallest He-Man yeah. and world's smallest Those guys they get they get from those companies a press kit and the press kit says, "Hey, if you're going to, you know, you paid for the license for our product, here's what we want you to, what you should make. You can do whatever you want with our license, but here's what you should make to make money." And they always suggest Mighty Morphin, like if you're going to do it, if you have a choice of all the He-Man characters ever made and you can only make four. Who are you going to make? Skeletor, He-Man, you know uh, uh what's it called there um tila and yeah. maybe do a, a battle cat you know maybe a Panther if you really want to push it but no one knows Panther. you know like it's no. it's it's something where you know you do Beastman, maybe maybe merman you have to stick to those greatest hits yeah and that's what they will always do always and with power rangers their greatest hits is mighty morphin it's a rita repulsa a lord Z. the second you start going into zeo the second you start going into you turbo. know turbo and Ugh, and turbo. all of that stuff it's and it's not that it's bad or good it's that it's it's not known, known. as much right. by then people like you know turbo 1995 kids are looking at the x-men cartoons now they're starting they're starting to look at other stuff they're, they're mm-hmm. starting to look at um i'm trying to think what else was hot in 95 spider-man cartoon was already shadow in
0: raiders <laughs> kind of well, uh,
1: no shadow raiders in 97 shadow raiders
0: was, was, Sh- Beast War, shadow,
1: yeah. raiders was 98 98 um, which was fantastic, but not fantastic loved enough show. in my opinion. By Trend Actually, Max. I
0: said that i was mentioning this on the podcast yesterday, but who mainframe did so much with dick all in terms of content. Like mainframe, they had mainframe battle mainframe planets and they is made one of the f- most
1: amazing companies of all. If you I always tell people, go watch an episode of Beasties, not Beast Wars, Beasties, which is the the Canadian version. Wait for the end credits of the Canadian version. Like and general. it says right at the end, this entire production was founded uh, was funded by the Canadian Government Animation Act, yep. meaning Mainframe had a blank check yep. to make the most amazing content ever. And someone posted a clip from Beast Wars just a couple days ago on Twitter, and I watched it, and I went, "Man, CG today isn't that good." No, like I, I watch I watch all these CG shows that are on Netflix made for kids from Korea and stuff, and I'm like, "It's not that good." Beast Wars was made 25 years ago. Bro. And it looks like so amazing. That uh, season one, I, I, the I season one.
0: one finale, where Megatron kind of won, and and Optimus Megatron, I was just like, oh That was man. both seasons actually. First Bro, season, I, yeah, of
1: yeah, the he floated season and time. He did scream Megatron. <laughs> Say Optimus. goodbye to the universe, Maximals. The future has changed. Yes, the Autobots lose. Evil yeah. triumphs, and you. You Ooh. no longer exist. That should be continued. See yeah. you in a year. Yeah. See
0: you in a year. Oh man, those summers. I, I, and
1: I, I, you can tell I like Transformers.
0: I can love, I can tell for sure. And finally, Marvel. What is Marvel gonna? I mean, Dan Yun from Marvel has said, get your wallets and your money ready.
1: Open figures that they're behind on.
0: Um now, mojo, they're gonna finally probably announce the mojo that maybe, got released yeah, in Target because maybe.
1: It's like, it's gonna be it's gonna be mid to late product of current Disney property Netflix series, is, and hopefully some cool like I'm the kind of guy that like when they did their I forget which wave it was I think it was the second to last wave when they showed that classic saber tooth like I yeah. I call it the Iron Fist saber tooth like it from, is the like, Iron from, Fist saber yeah, yeah. Uh, Iron Wait. Fist number fifteen like I was all over that like I was like that's the figure I want like so I'm weird with the legend stuff. I want like that more classic stuff that that I read back in the day and getting those figures. So I'm kind of hoping we get more of that. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm like if, like if they did like a Hulk 2099, I'm the one weird guy. It's gonna be like I want that. You know. I would lose mine over that. I need. I'm a completionist, so
0: I still need them to complete like the 80s X Factor team. I still mm. need a Wolf'sbane. I need Feral. I need a. There's a bunch that I'm missing, mm-hmm. so I'm well. Yep.
1: That's where, and and again, that's where I was glad for people when they started doing those toy biz X-Men recards cards because, like, man, the the rogue prices were getting crazy. Yep. You know, the storm prices were getting crazy at one point, so it gave people options at least to buy. What an, kills me? What kills
0: me about that whole thing is that out of all of those, so X-Men has gotten the least love out of all the retro cards. X-Men has really? counting Apocalypse and Beast coming. They have only twelve. Yeah. This retro series is up to like 20, I think, 22.
1: Spider-Man over here is clocking 26. I think maybe the reason for that, and this is just my own personal opinion. It's not fact. Go ahead. I think, and this happens a lot. Sometimes when something doesn't sell well, and they took the time and energy to invest in the mold, they go, mm. how can we get some of that money back? And they'll re-release the figure. Because think about it, right? Let's say who uh, was Vision back there, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, they, they go like, shit, we put out that Vision. It didn't do well. Yeah, but we took the time to sculpt the cape and da, 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 and you know and, and so then they go you know we'll just put on new card back new new paint hits and then put it out again and maybe we'll make our cost back and especially with you know some of those were, were store exclusives not all of them but some of them are yeah and i didn't get into this topic and i i have it on my, i don't want to i don't want to plug my podcast but i have a whole segment where because we have in the transformer fan people hate store exclusives they hate them <laughs> hate them hate them a, A lot of people do, but I had to, I I made a segment explaining why they exist and the whole, Mm. like, I guess we'll call it the whole science of it. There's like, there's this weird symbiotic relationship of why store exclusives exist, why they are so prevalent and, and why actually we as fans should want them because Some products would never happen if there weren't store exclusives. 100%. Yeah. Because
0: we wouldn't see a quasar figure if it wasn't a
1: a jigsaw toy. Are you kidding me? The the lovely 90s book that no one read except for that flash cameo. That wasn't the flash. Right. Uh,
0: Um, Binary. We would never see a figure for binary.
1: Binary is a weird one. That's something if um, that's something that maybe if uh, if Miss Marvel, not Miss Marvel, if, uh, Captain Marvel's a movie was more well received. Maybe some of those characters right. were right, right, you know, like, sure. th- Those are those are ones that they were, you know, when they do store exclusives, like I don't know so much what Marvel because the store exclusives are sometimes stuff that you know would sell well.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but I know with the Transformers, they all like the, the designers of Transformers, they're like, I really want to make this character, but this character will not sell for shit if we do it. So if we make it a Walmart exclusive, and they have to buy a case of eight of these, and it's and it's a sold exclusive, meaning they have to buy it, and it's their no, problem. Their problem, yeah. Then then hey, now we're gonna make our fan Wang characters we always wanted to make that normally would not fit in a, in a normal retail environment, because when it's a Walmart exclusive, now it's only Walmart. Now you don't have to worry about millions of units for Targets and Toys R Uses and everything. I feel like they've tried that many times this year, specifically with
0: the Walmart exclusive Doctor Strange, except for Walmart.com. Walmart US took it and they were fine. Walmart Canada was like, yeah, yeah. Well, the point, and then has and then actually Hasbro Canada made it available to other places within Canada because Walmart Canada we, wasn't. We have,
1: we have a weird deal with a lot of toy companies. Like anything that's a target exclusive potentially could be Toys R Us. Or potentially it could, be could be GameStop. Yeah. Potentially could be like Jean Coutou. You know, just fucking <laughs> just shows up all, all of a sudden. That happened where my friend showed me. Where was it recently? He just showed me the um, the Target exclusive X Men crossover Transformer. Yeah. Where did he show me that showed up? Farmer Is that- Pre. Farmer Pre. Farmer I think Pre, it yeah. was. Yeah, because yeah, they sold so badly at Target that they yeah, couldn't they shipped sell them all over them. here. Farmer yeah. Pre just ends up with a case of them. Yeah. And, and they were on sale and he's like is this a good price i'm like bro no one wants that stuff you know yeah like in farmer pre i think it was asking like like it was originally like 40 dollars american Farmer pre was asking like 24 canadian for our, Can- our canadian listeners if there is an american listeners or like what the hell is a farmer Pre? just no, think cvs in here. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Just> think, <laughs> yeah. think cvs or walgreens CVS. With, with, with pills Basically. there goes unicron he's too big he fell. anyways um but it's just it's to me like when it comes to the legend stuff, I, I think I what I would like to see is just more of that weird stuff that and again it sounds selfish, it's just that weird stuff that I really like. I mean, I'd love a Rom the Space Knight. I would love, you know, like and, and that's that's in like you know, wow. They've been trying to get that trademark forever. They did in the three inch, they did Death's Head, which was another obscure. Marvel yep. character that was really popular. He made a cameo in the Transformer books. They so made
0: uh, Death's Head 3 in yeah, Six Inch. inch
1: uh, for Six Inch, excuse me. Yeah. yeah. They, they, made they never Head did the 3. original. Now, I want to get that um, original one, which they only did in Three Inch. Um, you know, Circuit Breaker, which again is another super obscure character, appeared yep. in the Secret Wars books. Uh, yep. I'm trying to think of some other. I want to be yonder. Nebula, Nebula with long hair. You comic know, book
0: Nebula, yes. Comic book of Gamora, comic book Nebula, yes.
1: Yeah, Nebula. you know, like those would be so great. Like, it, it, I remember when they did when they, again that 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 X-Men toy Biz Carded stuff when yeah. they did issue number one ongoing Wolverine black costume with the that I yeah. I I was like, geez, there's like two toys of that, like two versions of that character in existence. They did a three-inch and mm-hmm. they did that one. That's it. Wolverine's first issue, such an iconic image, him on top of all the ninjas, and yet they've never made a toy of him. And It was like, what is going Like, not a toy biz, not you mean? A, his,
0: in his MagiPort costume, like, so
1: it uh, this, like I don't know because not, not patch, not patch. One, yeah.
0: this one, Magipore,
1: okay, yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, because he also wears patch and Mandapore, yeah, what yeah, yeah, so it so that one they've done, they did a three inch, which I believe was in a two pack, and this then that's my one. customized and patch, so was, I know exactly what you're talking about. There you about. go, yeah, there, yeah, yeah, patch, and now one, you need yeah. to get a great Hulk with him, Mr. Fix it. Right? There are Wait, waiting go. for There's another it. one. You know? <laughs> nope, but that's why, I like, that. I'm, I'm. But that's the weird stuff that I like. But that's the stuff that the people who watch the Netflix series go, "What the hell are you talking about?" You know. So, right. You know, like, and I don't want to go on a She-Hulk rant, but like, you know, and and look, I'll be on. I'll be straight. I'll be fucking straight. I read the She-Hulk books back in the day. John Barnes, uh, Chris Claremont. I haven't seen the She-Hulk cartoon, uh, the series yet. The the new no. series. I haven't seen it yet. I just haven't had time. Just haven't okay. had time. Makes, sense. I've makes seen sense. The complaints. And I'm just going to say this right now, just from the complaints. I don't, like, have you never read a 90s She-Hulk book before? They weren't that serious. Like... In the cartoon, she did the Macarena. So if she's twerking, she's being current, okay? If you... Okay, if if
0: you liked the comic book run... And you took it for what it was. Well, I
1: like John Barnes, who's who's a pervert. So yeah.
0: Okay, so yeah. this is not so much perverse, but this show is more or less like. But it's... he knew what
1: he knew what that comic was. Right. That's what it and was. And you're
0: gonna know what the show is. This show yeah. basically is taking all the controversy that they got for and the screaming and the and the man crying from uh, Captain Marvel, and they predicted it for She-Hulk, and really? they just wrote it into the show. And that's all they did. Uh,
2: so you know, you're well, going
0: to get a lot of that, but not too much of it. And then the way they do it, like, it looks like they're leaning without ruining it for you. It looks like they're leaning towards hate mongers and but, like a know, bunch what, of like, obscure characters. Intelligentsia is mentioned like, dude, it's you're going to love it.
1: Yeah, I, I imagine because I I read those books by proxy because of my sister. Those yeah. are the books she got. You know, okay. she, my sister has Savage She-Hulk number one sitting in a long box somewhere in her house. I know. And I told her, I'm like, don't you dare sell that book don't you dare say I'm like, you sell that book. You know? Cause she's like, should I sell it now? I'm like, don't you dare sell it. I'm buying that from you. If you sell That's that book, you know? she bought it many years because back then it wasn't really that expensive a book. It was 1983. It came out. Yeah. 81. It wasn't. And, and back then when she bought it, cause she had, she had sensational, she hulk number one, which yeah. was a $2 yeah. book. And then that one I think was a $10 book. Cause back then no one cared, you know, they didn't. Right. I, I, I remember. And same thing. Like, I fell in love with, with old school Carol. That's back my girl in the day because of my sister, because she was sometimes a backup story with the Avengers books, so she yes. would have those. And then before that she had the old Miss Marvel books. So I, I love those ones. That's why I'm I'm not a big Captain Marvel fan. No. Nope. Only because I I'm read I'm a Warbird,
0: Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel.
1: I like miss marvel like warbird is yeah, yeah that's what what people usually you never got it. that
0: name i never understood
1: it i was like fine it, name well especially warbird. considering when she took that name the costume changed a little bit it had shoulder pads and stuff so yeah it's very but, but they refer to it as the warbird one just because of, i think secret wars coined right. it they need to re-release um,
0: that fig actually because that mark fig on the market that right was now, a
1: three-pack at yes. one point uh three-pack yeah, that, that, that a i have to get.
0: radioactive man which i have the captain america i don't have from that three-pack but that miss marvel cost me yeah. at the time a hundred something i think now it's still going for that
1: yeah it's it, well they'll one day they'll probably reissue it's just because there's bad mojo with the carol character which Bothers me because yeah. she's not a terror. Like I always tell people go back and read again. Chris Claremont wrote the, that book the, who wrote She-Hulk wrote the old Carol books. Fantastic. He knows how to write women characters. Not yeah. only that, but she's a, she's a perfect segue for anything. X-Men just
0: because yeah. of her history with Rogue is just like,
1: it's right yeah. there. I, I, I just f- firmly, I believe, and it's just, you know, we're going off topic, but I think that the Captain Marvel movie could have been done been better not done better it shouldn't have been done in the middle of all this infinity stuff
0: oh yeah doing smacking it like oh yeah you got to watch this just to understand why she's saving them the
1: snap happens and then that's where you got to go you know yeah and and i firmly and still to this day as you know infinity gauntlet is like top three favorite comic book series of all time for me because i love ron Lim and and Mm -hmm. and uh oh my god why am i blanking on his name right now oh god he's one of my favorite writers too so i'm so tired right now there you um, go. creator of thanos oh shoot
0: oh man people in the comics hit me uh i know Ron you're talking Winn,
1: about ronwyn drew it, it, thanos quest and, and infinity gauntlet why do i know the artist and not the writer which should be the other way around hold on just google it for me i literally was like a, when i met him in person i was a stumbling idiot it's the only creator time was, uh, jim starlin huh? jim starlin a jim i am so sorry i'm so sorry <laughs> I'm so tired right now, um, but no, it's just, you know, like, like him and Jim, when they did that book, man, like that book was incredible, but you know, Chris Claremont, like the way he writes stuff is so good and he knows how to write women. And when he did, when he did Carol, that was like top tier Carol for me yep. and his writing style. And, and again, getting John Barnes to do some of the costumes. That's why Car- Warbird kind of has like a Phoenix look to it the old phoenix style look to her with the with the yeah yeah kind
0: of yeah thing. with the satchel yo it's it's phoenix look at that it's, okay it's,
1: it's phoenix it's look it's that's why i
0: fuck with that costume so much because i never caught yeah that's phoenix it's phoenix i'm it's, looking at the toys right now like Simon, i'm almost like yeah she has a satchel she has a satchel yeah, exact same,
1: yeah that's john awesome. barn man the, the, the same theme, boot length um, and everything up to the thighs yeah and, it's wow. just it's a recolor that's because he really liked that design and he wanted to put it on other characters because We only had Phoenix for a hot minute before it was dark Phoenix and then it was Madeline and then who's this chick? And, you know, so
0: they're leaning towards that now. I find not to like, but like, actually they're leaning. So they just finished off 90s X-Men. I feel like Hasbro now, with the Mojo three pack they announced, with Longshot, with that version of Dazzler, they just put out a Havoc. They just put out the Reavers, uh, Bonebreaker. So like they're leaning towards Outbreak, Out sorry Outback X Men, which is that's my X Men run.
1: We also had another big reveal recently, yeah, which was Deadpool, and you know, so even if they want to tease, mm. the lead time on toy development is a year and a half minimum, yep. minimum. that's that's usually how it is unless unless they're rushing a fan vote then they could do it in six months but in general it's a year yeah so there's already a Hugh Jackman head on a Wolverine body toy being sculpted right now that they could probably show something 100 percent. so that that could be there too look it's coincidentally timed you know double shot two little teasers over the past couple of days before Hasbro PulseCon it's a possibility I mean it could or they could do absolutely nothing but I mean Sure it would be a nice little symbiote, you know. Hey, we showed this and now we're gonna show you some teasers of that. But maybe they won't, because again, it's the media part of it that worries me is that when they do media stuff, they go, Oh, we don't have as many eyeballs on our stuff. Yeah. And and that's where cause they, they a San Diego Comic Con, they have all the eyeballs. Everyone's paying attention to S D C C. It's it's like it's like a Super Bowl game. Yeah. You right. know, everyone's there for the commercials. So oh, gone, not so much. It's, yeah, it's 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 something where the people who are tuning in are really just the hardcore fans mm. and that might be one of the limitations of why we might not see that. It's, it's why I told people I don't expect to see any of the Transformer movie stuff there mm-hmm. because I think that they're saving that for a wider oh, uh, awesome. audience to show that off because those are the people that are going to see the theater to the theaters. True. I, I I said it myself. I was like, isn't it crazy how like you know the his tank, sold amazing but yet no one went to see the snake eyes movie you know where were those guys you know what i mean because like i said the hardcore fans you know they're gonna they're gonna buy the toys but you need more than just the hardcore fans to buy movie tickets
0: yeah but those hardcore fans are the same guys who don't try who don't understand why they can't release a hooded cobra commander like that's yeah. the GI Joe fans that went and bought the histank. If you want, those like, guys
1: need to go on Etsy and buy a three D printed, printed, hooded Cobra Commander. Oh, they
0: they definitely will, and they have done there's some. I, I actually should... bought something from Etsy not
1: too long ago, three <laughs> D printed in the other <laughs> they would, room. They definitely I, I will buy, uh, all the time. If, if something needs to be filled, there's always some talented guy who's going to make it. You know, for sure, for sure. I don't well, care look, for. hooded speaking, Cobra, but... might as well talk about that too. They did the the uh, Hasbro make a figure of you thing that they're doing. They recently announced that, but they showed a price increase. It's going to be eighty dollars.
0: Yeah, now it's eighty. Yeah. And
1: the thing that the thing that I'm not a fan of it is the lack of choices. Um the figs, yeah. You know, like I'm not I'm not a big fan of like like only having a choice between Pink Ranger. I like the Black Ranger yep. when I was a kid. I want to, or I, more more specifically, give me a Black Ranger with Dragon Shield on it. You know, that would be the hypest thing on the planet. It only happened for a hot second in the show. And they, they made one toy of it. They but did. If I could get my head on a Black Ranger body with a dragon shield. Then you got my $80. But because Easy. I only got red and pink, you know, I'm like, uh, and, and I'm not a Star Wars guy. I'm not a, a Ghostbuster. I like Ghostbusters. It's but a I'm movie not, not $80. <laughs> be, so I don't want to be on a Ghostbuster body. So there's not as many options. And they said recently, uh, because it's a resin casted head. You can't just pop it off and put it on other bodies. They say there's a risk that it could crack, so they they just gave a warning up front, saying like, "Look, I understand you're not happy about the choices, you know." So even if you do go out and buy a, a cheap Adam Cole, uh, <laughs> Black Ranger body or something, you know, because maybe the Zack one's too expensive. But if I yeah. could get an Adam Cole one, yeah. you know, or whatever his name is, the full yeah, name,
0: yeah. Adam Cole, yeah, you, you got know, it.
1: um, you know, it's like, but they're like, oh, if you pop the head off my migrate, like, it's funny because. They did this many years ago with Toys R Us. Uh, oh God, what's it called downtown? Uh, downtown New York, Toys R Us. I went there. It was I went there for their closing ceremony. Times Square, uh, Toys R Us, uh, uh, Times Square. Yeah, Time Toys R Us. I went there for their like their when they were closing. I was like, I got to go down. I want to go there for the closing ceremony. So I actually went down to New York for it. I I, I flew into Philadelphia, took the bus into Manhattan. The closing thing, I recorded footage and everything. It was it was so sad, but mm-hmm. what was cool about it though was they were had this whole booth, which obviously didn't function anymore. But for literally a good year, they would head scan you,
2: yeah,
1: and then you would pick a Marvel at the time. You know those like five point of articulation, twelve inch figures that they do. Yeah, like, yeah, Marvel,
0: yeah. I remember. Those, and you could yeah. put your
1: head on that, so it's like okay, Mar- Hasbro already kind of had that tech back then. And now they're putting it on obviously articulated figures. But again, if they could just for $80, 80 right. American, you know, and uh, I need more options, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to be on a transformer body. So th- that's not going to happen. I don't want that, I, you know, but like, give me like a, and same thing, even, and they, they said that the reason why they were picky with, um, with the designs was because they needed characters that are covered from neck to toe because you're yeah. black. Right. Yeah. So if you get, let's say you got, uh, you, you're put on Duke's body. They want to make sure Duke is wearing gloves up to here because if he has skin colored fingers and shit like that, you know, that's so it, they they want to make sure that all the choices they made, even with the ghostbusters, they're completely covered, you know, up to the neck because there's no, there's no neck joint. It's just the head plocks on. Right, right. So they, they were like, Oh, that's the reason I'm like, yeah, I know I get it. And it's just like, ah, you know, like,
0: that's their reasoning for doing a lot of things. They're releasing three packs of the Cobra Vipers that they just put out. The only difference between those Vipers and the ones that they put out that were store exclusives is that the Vipers in this three-pack, the officer is a Hispanic guy, and the two mm-hmm. Vipers that you get are black guys. And you can tell, but if you take off the, the cuffs, well, you see one the black
1: one of the most famous episodes of the original G.I. Joe, which humanized the Vipers... Was an episode called "The Trader Part One and 2. Oh well, yeah, it is the guy who
0: left. He was a viper and he joined the Joes, right?
1: Well, no, well, the, the, no. Before that, before that guy, that's oh. Mercer. You're yes. referring to. I'm referring um, to. Right, yeah. There was the, the first time they ever humanized an individual viper member was it was a black character. I forget his name, but it was. People have to go back. It's it's on YouTube now. They put all the episodes. The Trader Part One and Two is the Dusty episode. Hmm. Which I kind of cu- uh, created, and so Dusty Defects from GI Joe joins Cobra and befriends this black guy who's one of the the Vipers, and you get this like, oh, there's a black Viper guy, like oh, we always see white dudes. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of like a throwback to that because the first time ever they individually made him a character, uh, one of them a character. Was, was that time. Guy. And I guess probably from an animation model standpoint, well, if we're going to make them unique, I guess it has to be a black guy now because we've seen them all white up to this point. So True. they need a, a different design. You know, he's a little more buff. He has darker skin, you know. So I think that was their logic. But so I think that's why they did that. I forget his name because that was a really good episode, too. I'll Marvel have to State. look that episode up. Uh, uh, real talk. Real talk. G.I. Joe, the original cartoon. Yeah. Is better written than Transformers original cartoon. I believe that. I believe that's that. coming from me. Okay. I believe that. So, There's some
0: GI Joe episodes where I was watching them. They was age like,
1: ridiculously shit. well. Like they're right. very well written. Like Larry Hama, once in a while, will pop in and write something. Yeah. But also they had uh, Christy Marks and some of those other people who like she did Gem and everything.
0: Yeah. They were very
1: the well written episodes. Some of those and like they're really good still to this day. Another like, fun I love fact. Joe. Another I fun fact. Which is the rest of the world doesn't. You know? Yeah.
0: Um. Real fun fact that you may not agree with, and this is my tidbit: um, Avengers EMH uh, is much better than the X Men animation No,
1: series. Earth's Mightiest Heroes is one of the greatest cartoons ever yeah, made. made.
0: Yeah, and, Chris Yost. I don't understand and, how that's not back. I don't
1: understand. And it was it was pretty much the the success of the Avengers movie, combined with Disney kind it. of now really reigning control is what that destroyed it. that. Yep. And when you see what would have potentially been... Season 3 season would have four, been
0: sickness. Season 3, I, I cry when I think about it because they showed Black Knight. They were going to do
1: West Coast Avengers. Like, I cry. I cry. They were going to do Chris Star. Really? One, one of the most obscure Mezco toy lines from Marvel. They were going to do a Chris Star episode with Hulk, where he was going to go to the world of Chris Star, which is like super deep cut. It was an 80s toy line. Yeah, Marvel see. did comics, and then they Crossed over with Excalibur and and, and, they and Nightcrawler. They did Michael Corvac. They yeah, did they, Michael Corvack. Well, they were they were super. They, what I loved about it was like there was an episode that Hulk left the Avengers, and I yep, was like, yep, that's perfectly yep. timed with Hulk one eighty one, with, yep. with when he fought Wolverine. And I'm like, whoever wrote this show was yep. like, they were really they were really loving original Marvel, like the 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 House of Ideas nineteen sixties and seventies. And they like made they it were, made sense. That's
0: a great show. They made it made so much sense with the way they did old Avengers stories and then just, okay, let's just cross and do Scroll War. Let's do the Cree Scroll War and just let's do Secret Invasion and then come back. Let's pop in, do Red Hulk, come back to old stuff. I like the way they
1: even did the origin story for Carol. You know, it's so well. It just, you know? it was just seemly. It just seemed in and like yeah. new characters oh, sure. were popping in sure. and she's out. Friends with, she's friends with uh, Jan and you yeah. know, like it, it, it all works. Just work it all in there. And second
0: but, season episode one, where they just nonchalantly introduce the Fantastic Four, you're like, God, what? Really? Uh, they could have done
1: so much. With they this show. were. It, it was that was. I almost felt like they were trying to build like an another animated universe.
0: universe, another one.
1: Yep. If you watch the intros to that show, there was a little logo that they were pasting in the corner after mm-hmm. I believe 18 episodes, episodes or so. Yes. Where it's like, oh, here's like Deesh. the MCU kind of like well. And I don't know if that's because the Avengers movie was being developed at the time and they were really trying to create a brand, but it was so good. It was so good. There is there is literally, there's a forum online somewhere on Cybertron.ca of me every week talking about it with a bunch of people. No joke. Like you could see, like every week we were talking, because it was so freaking good. Like Marvel is an episodic storytelling issue based, the floppies as I call them, mm-hmm. kind of story. Nowadays, we're writing everything like a trade paperback and, and well, as I like the the, uh, the, stre- the streaming services and binging, mm-hmm. right? Which is now everything is a six ep- six issue, you know, streaming service, trade paperback mm-hmm. kind of story. But Marvel has always been a 30, 31 to 32 page kind of comic book storytelling kind of format. And all the best stories stemmed from that. Day of the Future Past is two issues, you yep. know? First appearance of Wolverine technically is only one issue. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, let me think of something like you know when you get into like Thanos Quest, those are technically trades, but that was a different yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those are a little thicker. But like, and we got a Thanos Quest technically through Infinity War. That was kind of their version of it. Right. But, you know, those stories they're so well done, and I always want them to be recreated as best they can. But I know that outside of the original X-Men series, the original X-Men animated series, which they actually had to, by law, credit the original comic book creators because they were so loyal to the original comics yeah. that they had to credit the comic creators. Because, yeah, you have guys who work on the show that are that adapt it for animation and change the script a little bit. And yeah, okay, it can't be Kitty pride, It's got to be Jubilee. It's you know, like all that kind of stuff. But... That was the closest we ever got up to that point. And then when Avengers came out, then there was they they were like, oh, here's a way we could still give you that old Marvel House of Ideas storytelling, and do a twist on it and make it really good. And and then then we got that new Avengers show, which was and fun. I don't even
0: want to talk about that show because when they replaced My Avengers with Avengers Assemble, I was like, all right.
1: And 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 you, I would have thought because like, I was you know, my guys are always like, I'm a Wolverine guy. i'm a captain america from a very specific era i like ultimates captain america oh you do
0: i'm og cap but i like i I I I I understand ultimate i I understand
1: six also but like when i read ultimates cap i was like oh this is my cap like i don't know why i really liked that cap a lot yeah and i read that like i was in i was in college when that book came out and it was just me reading that book going like this is what would happen if we got an avengers movie you know yeah and the irony with all of that ultimately in the end you know you find true especially with with Samuel Jackson
0: and stuff, but <laughs> he took it directly from, yeah,
1: yeah, no, it's that's a that's a fantastic book, Mark, Mark Millar, fantastic yep. book, but it's just those 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 stories are so hard to adapt, and every time I was always tricked. Oh, Day of the Future Past movie, here we go. Oh nope. Bishop, we saw Bishop, Bishop's yep. in the trailer. Yep. Here we go. No, no, no. It's it's the it's the and I love Wolverine but it's the Adventures of Wolverine, you know, like
0: featuring other people that might have been X-Men at the, some point.
1: Days of Future Past wasn't the Adventures of Wolverine, you know.
0: Days of, Days of Future Past was just cameos of people that you liked that all just got killed in yeah, miraculous it, reasons.
1: Hey, let's bring back Iceman, you know, like yeah. for for a hot minute. Let's, let's bring, bring back Colossus bring back ripped into like a split second. Yeah. Let's
0: you know? put in let's put in Sunspot.
1: Why not? Yeah. Right. Sunspot and, and Wolverine, sure, you know. Yeah. Like why and blink and blink sure so it's just like it's to me like those and age of apocalypse and and whatever you know famous event book that they're going to attach secret wars and you know and and i'm gonna hype it up in my head of what it's going to be and it's not going to be that
0: secret wars to me and I'll, i'll i'll almost end it here secret wars to me is going to be an amalgamation of what we got with the battle planets and all of the corniness of the 80s first one with the beyonder if they yeah. manage to do that i'll be cool but they're not going to rest it on yeah, everything like, realized. you know
1: it's like secret wars is where we got symbiote that's not going to happen
0: no you know, oh, like, i would I, you see you that's not what's going to happen but we don't know because of what they i don't know what they're going to do i really have no idea and i rather not not to think of it because it's like there's too many chess pieces that they can move from they could do the battle I, too many
1: times pe- my friends they asked me what do you think's going to happen and i just rattle off comic book stuff yeah. and none of that ever happens yeah because yep. they'll be like i remember like same thing like what's going to happen in that first infinity war movie and in my mind i'm like okay so it's going to be thanos quest and i was right with that at yeah. least but then like you know how that was going to go about was completely different it wasn't just thanos standing on his war planet going you know and um, then yeah
0: uh, no no there really? was like a
1: and don't get me wrong i love that movie yeah. i i love infinity war because i'm a big thanos guy the first three comic books i ever owned as a kid was fantastic four issue number 395 which was uh first appearance of wrecker which is an obscure thing whoa. villain whoa um, really okay, bought cool. that book and then infinity gauntlet number two that was the second comic book i ever owned why tons of heroes on the cover. Yep. I was like, oh, you, you look at this deal. I'm getting all, I get She-Hulk and, and you all know, Adam World, Warlock yeah. and everybody. Like everyone on, on the cover was on it. So I, that's why I bought that book. And it, I just had this connection with Thanos ever since. And Jim Starlin getting the meat hit. It's so ironic going to a Montreal Comic-Con and no one cared who Jim Starlin was. You know, Be- different time. This was right. two thousand. I want to say 2011, 2010.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I hear you. He, really
1: whatever cares. year he was, you have to Google it. When the, I remember going up to him, no line, and just <laughs> like, and it was the only time in my life I was ever starstruck, ever in my life. <laughs> I've I've met Bret Hart. I've met other heroes in my life. Never was starstruck. I don't know why. I met him, and I was just You're like, like uh... I was like, nice to meet you, Mister Starlin. Uh, Thanos is my favorite hero. I mean, villain, you know. Uh, and, and, and then, and then he's like, "Well, some people consider him a hero, you know." I was like, "Okay, I love you." Him, got man. me. You know, like no, uh, I was such a mess because, like, I got to meet I, when I met Stanley. There's footage of me meeting Stanley. I'm just like, "Hey, Stan, how you doing?" But but you know what? I wasn't a Stanley guy growing up. Like mm. it. It's yeah, like, I, yeah, hear I love you. X-Men, But yeah, Stan made the X Men, but the stuff of X Men I like wasn't Stan. That's all. Like Bruce. I like Fantastic Four, but the stuff that I was reading of Fantastic Four in the '90s wasn't Stan. Stan Man. was already working with his cartoons and stuff by the '90s. He was already right. doing his own thing. We we'll probably wrap it up. Shoot, we went a, we went a little long. You want today. To?
0: Um. Well, lastly, um, I have a okay. So I'm interviewing the showrunner of X Men '97 on Saturday. Don't ask. Oh, that. nice. So I want to know if you have any questions that you would like to put. Just
1: one way. question when they first showed the um the previews and I yes. actually have images of this I saved them because I thought they were going to be lost media when yes. they first showed the preview of the the the, the crew whatever yes. the cast right yes rogue had one uh, not rogue uh, storm had one hairstyle
2: yes then and they then reached as a
1: different hairstyle I just would love to know the story with that like because and it's it's the same shot and then yeah. they edited it and they gave her the mohawk yeah. And so I was like, what's, this? I just would like to know what the story, I'm going to send you the images so you can yeah, even okay. like reference it to him Cause it, it know became exactly like lost media. Like all of a sudden it became a Mandela effect. People were like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, no, no, no. no, no. There's one website yeah, that yeah. has it. Yeah. They changed it at some point. I feel like. But otherwise, really... I mean, I mean, it's that, is that guy, Brandon is that you're talking to? Who's the, who's uh, the Bo. showrunner? Bo. No, okay, I'm not familiar his, with him.
0: Um, but I'll get you to shit his name. Lastly, and I, I'm, okay, I know you're going to, what to tell me, but, so I recently what? realized that my friend gave me this, like years ago. That's the first nice. appearance of Jimmy Pryde. Yeah. However, what I didn't know is this
1: is the first appearance of the fucking brown suit of Wolverine. Oh, um, when he got it from, what's his name there, Talon? No, no Talon. Maybe? I don't know. Uh, but he, he wears He beat the- up a guy and he stole his suit and that's why he has, and it had like a chain, a kind of a Oh, God. yeah i had what like that make... tiger
0: thing no like the the yeah, brown no, i know
1: the brown suit no but like the first the first true brown suit that he got hold on Wolverine it's like the tiger look i know what you're talking It has that little thing yeah and... like like it looks like teeth almost it was like around the neck or something oh yeah. i didn't know that that was the first mask because yeah know so those I'm... ones because I, I tried to go out of my way to buy a few key issues back in the day but then i started buying like the the omnibuses and everything and this just right. became my way to read them
0: but yeah, that's I'm big cool. on omnibuses but I'm happy to have this but Proto Man, I'd like to thank you so much for joining me and for this first episode of uh, Talking Fresh Figures stacked. we have we, yeah. yeah, stacked two hour episode but we had a lot of people in here and we'll be doing this again when they're yeah, how many people we got? Up.
1: I don't see any information at, on at one point we had,
0: uh, we had we have about like five right now we had a peak of like 14 but it's all just okay. various people from the toy community we'll good, get you good, signed good. up here so you can see the comments right now but everyone, I'd like to thank you for tuning in um, if you'd like to you know, follow either one of us. You can follow my man here at Protoman on IG and everything else. Um, and check out Transformer Slag. That is on when?
1: On YouTube. I, I do it daily. I literally do an episode every day. And Saturday night, I do a live stream. Look at that. An
0: episode every day.
1: I'm a madman. But I do a 10-minute episode every day about whatever's happening in the Transformer worlds. Sometimes if there's nothing happening, we just do a discussion. Hey, let's talk about Bumblebee figures. Let's talk about whatever. And then, uh, like, like tomorrow is going to be a big day. So yes. I'm going to be reporting all of that stuff. And then Saturday, I do my live streams, which, man, we got like over a thousand people on that one. That's, there that's, you go. There that's you the go. That's the
0: hype one. So, everyone here, if you want to see more of Proto Man, you can check them out at Transformers Slag. That's every day. And on Saturdays, does a live stream. Me, myself, I'm actually Vicky Skinny. You can find me on 100. IG. You can find me on here on YouTube, on Wednesdays on Geek Tactics Cypher, Sundays on Chop Vision. And usually, usually saturday is on infinity equation but it's going to be friday this week but this week saturday we are interviewing again the showrunner from x-men 97 in which that's i get awesome. to ask him that's
1: really cool how
0: and why they decided to put magneto in his x-men 200 suit and if this is leading to the i know Mor-
1: there's, there's it's true there's so many weird design choices is this again. leading
0: to like the the, the 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 morlock massacre and 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 oh boy that's all so Thank Grandmaster, uh,
1: Grand Grandmaster Magneto, and everything. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, Grandmaster Magneto. So, thank you all for watching. We'll be back, possibly next week. We'll see. We'll let you know. We'll, we'll have we'll, we'll have graphers and all that and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah. thank you guys. We're for in the watching. prototype stage right now. We are in the prototype stage, and with that, I will just end it with this beautiful outro.